going to say you can do anything in this station. The following presentation is controversial and may be offensive to some audiences. Discretion is advised. What's good, what's good, what's good? Yes, indeed, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. This is Lil MC. This is Unlearn the World. You are now tapped in and tuned in to Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. We out here, just like we just said on the drops, every Monday night, 8 p.m. PST, Pacific Standard Time, until 10 o'clock. We're going to get crazy and weird. We're just going to get right into it. Talking to a, about a lot of things, like everything woke, ratchet, conscious, disturbing, weird, all types of stuff. Things that just bother on. me. I mean, I feel yeah. like part of me just wanted to start yeah. a podcast so I could just bitch about things. <laughs> and be <laughs> curmudgeon-y. And force people it, to listen really to it. About, it's really about being curmudgeon I'm, I'm all about it. I'm here for but it. But tell the people who you are, for those who don't know. For those who don't know, Unlearn the World, MC producer extraordinaire, Ooh. born, raised, New York City. You know, out here grinding in the Bay Area, okay. making things pop, making things happen. You know what I'm saying? Where are you from? Where are you from? Washington Heights, Manhattan, born and raised. You know what I'm saying? Say, say, say. Yeah, so we, we're good. We're good. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to FCC Free Radio for having us. Appreciate the space. Yeah. You know? Shout out DJ Luke in the studio with hey, us too. Hey, taking some taking candid some photos. Our first one. Yeah. Tell them about you. Okay. I'm Lil MC. Uh, I am a battle rap champ, just only in the Bay Area, but I consider myself <laughs> a champ. Uh, uh, songwriter, producer, rapper, singer, educator. <laughs> Just all around ratchet ass bitch, but I can sometimes be brought home to your parents. Just depends on if it's a weekend. It depends on your parents. It depends definitely <laughs> on the parents. I don't know about. I feel like parents have been liking me more these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'll learn more about us. You have mm. to listen if you want to learn all the dirty deeds about us. Exactly. And so divulge it all. We got a lot of things to cover. There's a whole lot of things on this on this list that we put together. I mean, it's extensive, quite extensive. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving recap. So shout out to everybody who celebrated that holiday, um, whether it was for the turkey, for your family, or just to take so, days off of work. Let's critique it. <laughs> let's critique it. You know what I call it? What do you call it? Uh, I call it genocide, murder, bloodbath day, or yeah, something you, along you, you, those that's lines. How, that's what you wished, and I was like, that that was. The, I was like, happy murder, genocide, bloody day. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's how we start. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> like the, the energy worst we have right now. holiday. I I mean, I but like I told you, I liked that iced tea. Uh, tweet that was like we should rebrand it to family day because i get it it is nice when you have a reason to get your family together i personally don't like all the stress and drama of having to get family together but i can see why people like it and i am thankful for my family i don't particularly like anything about thanksgiving i don't like any of the food it's like all carbs and turkey like yeah. i hate all that food <laughs> trip the fan trip the fan right i didn't eat any of it i had a salmon salad 
Nah, I got busy with it. Like, I, I cooked the turkey. Yeah, you did. I cooked the rice. We did hookah. It was a thing. It was a vibe. It's hookah, it typical, vibe. like, Thanksgiving culture? Dominican Thanksgiving culture. Is it? <laughs> young th- Dominican young, doesn't y- celebrate Thanksgiving. Nah, Domin- of course like we Dominican don't. American. Dominican American. Gotcha. Young New Yorkians. Dominican American. What is it? Domin- New York Yorkians. What's the what's the that's, blend? That's New Yorkians. I got that, it. Okay. That's not Dominicans. Sorry. It's a completely different thing. I don't even think Dominicans have a New York Dominican. The Cardi B fan club. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. Ow. Exactly. So you know, shout out to everybody who celebrated, who had you know time with their family. Yeah. No, I do love spending things. time with the family. So don't get it. Don't take it the wrong way. Yeah. But Thanksgiving is a bloodbath. All right. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> well, we we say that because you went on a trip. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and that, that segues us into our first thing. So just so we understand what we're, what we're dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. Just so we have to explain to the people what we're going to be covering in this Let's show. Context right? to this. When we talk about Ratchet and Woke, I think we're talking about the duality of yes. people's consciousness, especially in the Bay Area, where there's a lot of political correctness. There's a lot of socially conscious, you know, intersections between educators, activists, artists. So you're in this world that's extremely progressive, extremely socially conscious, people trying to live right, eat right, yeah. do all the right things, but it's juxtaposed. Yeah, cognitive dissonance with identity <laughs> if it's like you're a person and like us who are educators right. but also we are performers and artists and I'm not going to put myself in a box where I want everything that I make in my music to be something that could be possibly shared to my eight year old students like nah right. I'm gonna I'm gonna rap about some ratchet shit like I'm gonna say pussy exactly. I'm not gonna say that in the classroom with the kids but exactly. that's like exactly. the reality I don't want to be confined to be one specific way like you can live in both world you can well i think that that's the thing that we do live in both worlds right in the bay area particularly like you know what i was saying is like we 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 take all of our consciousness and all of that stuff and we juxtapose it with you know being ratchet as fuck when we go out to dance and Mm -hmm. go out to party and enjoy ourselves and drink too much and smoke too much and do other kinds of weird absurd drugs yeah you're fucking your brain up but also trying to like say you're say all about all the things so we're, we're gonna reflect on both sides of the spectrum and all the gray area in between of that shit yeah you know and um it you know the the best way to talk about it, or the best way to launch it is to talk about our recent travels yes right so yes, yes, yes. you and i went on trips recently we went to portland yes portland was a vibe it was a thing i don't know if it was a vibe but we'll talk about it but we also went to, to alabama i right? went to alabama so these are polar opposites at least from my view like i wasn't in alabama so i, I can only imagine would go into that saying that as well and you know i did a lot of <clears throat> thinking after my Alabama trip. We went to Portland together. Right. We went because you were opening for Little Brother. Yeah. I just went as a travel companion. I literally <laughs> had no purpose but to just do just whatever. To, just to save me just from me being the only black person there. Yeah. Not to say that you're Facts. black, but the fact that you were just like, the, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're with me. So it was just like, all right, I need somebody to be familiar around and to make yes. fun of people. With. No, that was something to think about as well. So like, I felt like going into Alabama, I... And being from California, if I was t- discussing to anyone that I was going to Alabama, they were like, oh, be careful, you're going into hard, like, Trump country, are you prepared? They're, I don't know, just, they kind of set me off there, kind of uh, concerned and worried for, like, people judging me or projecting their own beliefs onto me and being, like, hyper-spiritual and judging me for not, for being agnostic or whatever. Or having but, tattoos. For sure, having or tattoos having and piercings and just fun nails, wearing, being like wearing all black and like having like 
Wakanda on my shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> shout out Najee, it was your shirt. Yeah. And like, they're all wearing like sweaters and they're like super white and blonde hair and blue eyed. And so I was going in there like, shit, I'm going to stand out like a sore thumb. They're going to judge me. But that wasn't the case at all. And like, I had a discussion with my aunt and she was like, you know, people have this misconception of Alabama or where they live, especially as being racist and being homophobic. But like, there's like, major universities there there's big cities and in places where the university and cities there's usually a certain level of progression she didn't hit you with that we have black friends so we can't be racist no she didn't say that at all like i mean (laughs) they probably i don't know i'm not gonna go through her phone book but it just made me think you know for me to go in there having all these prejudices uh was unfair and i don't want to generalize them and they were all super nice like yeah they're super religious but like you know they're not pushing that on me they didn't once say anything like well, would Jesus do that or whatever, you know, like, and I was sober, like, the whole time, and they were all drinking, so it's like, they're not going to come at me, like, giving me the Jesus talk, so. Right. But then to the contrary, Portland. Portland, I felt. From all accounts that I'm aware of, is is a progressive city. Super progressive, super vegan, plant-based, organic, cage-free, everything. for those who haven't been to Portland yet, if you've been to Seattle, it's diet Seattle. It's like Seattle, but not as much. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's... it's I I, I haven't been to Seattle in a minute, so I can't speak to that. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I... Again, it's difficult for me to generalize an entire city and group of people, and I'm trying not to do that, but I'm trying to speak to my experience. I felt much more judged in this hyper-woke, hyper-liberal, hyper-plant-based city than in Alabama, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, straight up. It's the vegan smoothie store. Where we drive our bikes I was there. definitely like, <laughs> Well, let's put listen, it in context. Yeah, you I was wearing devil around, Yeah, you were walking around the street. So Lil MC was walking around the streets of Portland with this like fur red coat <laughs> and devil horns. Yeah. So, so I, I, whether yeah. the judgment was coming yeah, yeah, from. Yeah, and I was really drunk in Portland. That was, it was that. Exactly. <laughs> it might have just been me. It might have been, just, been, just, been, just, been, been, been just I don't know. Drunk. But also, I felt I felt the vibes, felt the vibes of the people. Mm. Like, don't, if you're all about like liberal freedoms, then you should be okay with the devil. Okay, be okay with me being all devilly walking around. Yeah. If I was like that in Alabama, though, I might have got killed. I don't you, know. You might have gotten. Might have. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do another trip. I'm gonna I'm gonna do like a study where I wear the same exact outfits, the same places. And then we and see the reaction. Exactly. I'll wear like exactly. a GoPro on my head. <laughs> exactly. So what, what, what's, what's, what's the what's the walkaway takeaway? Yeah, what's the takeaway from it? Okay, my takeaway is being an extreme on either side is, in my opinion, never a good. I'm not gonna say never, but not ideal. I don't think it's good to take anything to extremes. I think also it's good to like recognize that we're all human, especially in this political climate. And so like even if there's people that you don't believe any of the same creeds or ideologies that they do, like still number one like they're people you can have conversations with them you can have thanksgiving dinner with them you can talk to them like they you all love your kids you all love like being outside it's like there's a lot of commonalities you guys can you know like talk about and level with so i don't know where does the bay area land in in the spectrum like i mean i would i would say bay area is more portlandy for sure i mean it's just weird because we're in this like silicon valley like we have silicon valley and then we have oakland and i don't know there's a lot of different meccas of people so it's a little bit hard to generalize the bay area as being like one group 
Right. It, I mean, you can't really homogenize it, but then it's still. And then we have fake woke. There's, there's the, yeah. That's the whole other thing, right? <laughs> the hyper, hyper anything, though, I think is. The, and when we talk about woke, are we talking about politically correctness or like, what do we talk? What, like, let's yeah. define, like, let's, yeah. let's get into our theories on what woke is. Okay, right? well. <laughs> For you, when yeah. you hear the term woke, what are you thinking? I think that woke refers to political correctness, number one, okay. and it being aware to not offend any group of people. And nowadays, that's like th there's everyone's a group of something. Right. So like anything you say is going to be offensive to one person. And so if you're, in my opinion of what woke is, is being realistic and being authentic and understanding that you can't please every single person. Like you have to use your own discernment to decide what is realistically woke enough for you to be. You, you can't walk around with a sensor on your fucking mouth everywhere you go and expect right. to not piss off everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So woke originally, I think in, in at least in, in communities of color, like, you know, and I'm, I'm speaking from being Dominican. I'm speaking from being a black dude. Like I'm speaking from when we, when we, and I would like to say that we created the term, and I say we as in people of color created the term woke, right? Stay woke. I remember that being a hashtag a mm -hmm. while ago, right? And then it just, we took the stay away and it just came woke, woke yeah. right? And it was to imply like not only aware, to be aware, but it really also implied like it lumped in a whole lot of people who are considered socially conscious. So you could consider conspiracy theorists so it's on one conscious. level. It's or, being conscious. Yeah, exactly. It's just being like, but not not only conscious, but the conscious groups and communities and archetypes that That's that the goal to. is to be conscious, but the result has been, you know, you, fear you, of offending people, I think is what right, it came exactly. down to. Right, exactly. As it's filtered out into the larger populace in terms of like how we interpret it, it's become political correctness yeah. where I think initially it started as people who were just like socially aware or yeah. spiritually aware or, you know what I'm saying, oh, nutty conspiracy theories or whatever, you just woke to some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then that just turned into I mean, like... It's, it's difficult. To, I can understand why there's difficult... Like, similarly, I can understand why like understanding how to navigate through sexuality in this and where we are now as a society like it's difficult to, to understand like how to speak to people like address them with the correct pronouns like I get that it is it, it's difficult to navigate what is woke and what is authentically woke and what is being hyper woke and what's being ignorant like it's not something that's just like magically gonna right but at the same token like I understand the need to correct and 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 articulate what your pronouns are, what yeah, your preferred exactly. pronouns are. Just as much as I as I understand the sentiment of people who see that in email signatures and roll their eyes. <laughs> right? I, I more <laughs> like, or less think that there's just needs to be like a level if there is just a baseline education for everyone to have have and of course this is not gonna happen, but I think it would be easier if we'd all be like on an even playing field. Like I had the luxury, like went to college so I took like sociology of race I took like human sexuality courses like I took all these courses you know purposefully because I wanted to make myself more aware and I was like wow I've been saying this like I feel like an asshole like thank god I wasn't on Twitter <laughs> when I was like 18 you know yeah. like I would be totally canceled yeah <laughs> like that shit's crazy so right. it, but it's just I can empathize with both you know yeah um but, but yeah. then, okay, but so so we, we, we got the woke out the way. What, is, what, is, what do we define? How do we define ratchet? Well, I love that you told me that ratchet comes from wretched. So why don't yeah. you go in with that definition? Yeah, I so, love people, that. So, so people who don't know, like, why would we call ratchet ratchet? Like, where's, where does that, it comes from the term wretched, 
right? And it's with a southern drawl. And and it was it would be said with like a, a level of enthusiasm. It was from or Louisiana, like the bayous, right? Right. So it's yeah. ratchet, right? Yeah. That that was just to explain like wretched people or people who are like sinners, and sinners, dirty exactly, and, and just not, doing just yeah. like ungodly things, yeah. right? So that's where the term. So it, Which it I just love that. ended up becoming ratchet. Anything about woke, enlightened? That's like <laughs> godly, the light, woke, bloody blue, and then you have the wretched, the evil, the sinners, the devils. What have you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Does it mean that? It just means just like you, you, you enjoy a good time. Everyone has a right? little bit like of devil how, in them. How, like, how, how how, but just like hoes, like like people who like hoes, right? Chicks who are hoes, right? Are considered free spirits, right? Does well, that yeah, make them? You can do either way. Yeah, exactly. You can exactly. go either just way with terminology, it. Terminology, right? It's just <laughs> she's loose, <laughs> or she's a she just a- you know, She's a wild horse. Yeah, a no, wild- no one, no one can rein her in. A wild horse. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's terms for a lot. So, but ratchet, I think, has now encompassed like, I think it's it it it's becomes another code word for ghetto, in certain instances, right? Like yeah, like hood, but hood, or like world star. You know, the, the these are all things that are considered ratchet, right? Yeah. And I mean, I we're, we get into the danger in terms of political correctness, right? Of like we, appropriation. Well, we get into the danger of not only appropriation but using it as a dog whistle term to imply certain kinds of people, specifically people of color, mm-hmm. right? Like if we talk about dog whistles and and like coded language and shit, when you talk about crime, you're really talking about black people. Mm-hmm, when you're talking mm-hmm. about so when we say ratchet. We have to imply certain behavior and certain kinds of people. So I always try to steer leery of that. But I'm really just talking about people who are just like yeah, no, I, I throw definitely, caution to the wind, want to enjoy themselves, I have never, a good like, time. Thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? Make themselves a twerky nasty, sandwich. Nasty white girls out there. <laughs> you know, there's wretched. I mean, there's nasty. ratchet as white. There's a, I know a lot more ratchet white girls. Oh than yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's probably just the venues that we go together. to. So that too. I mean, but, whatever. <laughs> again, this but, is just I think to create conversation and talking points amongst people like this is not made to demonize generalize to anybody or condemn any group of people but it's just to like bring awareness Fuck i'm condemning a lot of you i'm judging a lot of you motherfuckers just so we're the clear ratchet people? <laughs> no everybody oh, okay. everybody is being so, yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'll but be the condemned he'll be the condemned i think but i think it's important for us to at least define what we mean when we say ratchet and what we mean when we say woke and the things that we're going to be covering under these umbrellas of woke and ratchet and all of that shit because we're gonna we're gonna get into it. we're gonna have guests here who are gonna say some wild shit we're gonna be saying yeah. some wild shit so it's like you know, do I, I apologize in advance and I say fuck you in advance. Yeah, but I will also say that, like, I don't, I, I want to just make it straight. Just for me, I'm not going to speak for you, but, like, I do not think of myself as holier than thou. Like, I do think there's instances where I may be hyper-woke, which is what I want to steer away from, and where I may be using term ratchet, and, like, whatever. Like, I'm I'm guilty of all of these things as well. So I'm not, you know, pretending that I'm above anyone but I will be talking a lot of shit as well. <laughs> but like, if like, that's the whole point. The whole point is to, to you know that's what we that's what we're here. We're here to air out some shit. But I mean, I talk most shit about myself in you our know. grievances, <laughs> like and a self loather, all of that shit. So all right, so we have songs. We gonna we're gonna get into music. Of course, we're both artists. We're both hip hop artists. So we're always gonna be talking about music. We're gonna bring up new music, play some new music. There's a lot of shows that are going on this week. Mm-hmm. Not only like local shows for local artists, but like big name artists and well known artists. So we're gonna cover that. We're gonna cover shit in the news. We have amazing different segments. You know, um, Lil MC is gonna get into. 
the things that her that bother her. No, yeah, say it right. What, what, perturb what, me. Perturb what things perturbs, that perturbs. What perturbs. I love MC. that word. I'm Shout gonna have my Joe special Budden. knock it the fuck off segment. Yes. You know what I mean? Where we just I, I tell certain people and, and certain kinds of people to knock it the fuck off. Like I'm tired He's, of it. He means it too. Yeah, I totally Scary. mean it. And when I say knock it the fuck off, you really know what I'm talking about. Um, but then yeah, I mean a lot of music came out, so we'll be doing music <laughs> reviews, album reviews, all of that shit, talking about things in pop culture, current events, politics what have you, you know, ratchet-ass Hennessy parties that we may have attended over the weekend or whatever the Hennessey case is. Hennessy parties? I don't know, Hennessy well, parties. I was invited to a Hennessy party. I, I didn't do... The queen of the Hennessy parties. <laughs> well, you're in your keto hype, so you can't do Hennessy parties now. Yeah, I'll just wait until the 2020 <laughs> rings in. I'm going to have a rainer from the ceiling. <laughs> exactly. All right, should we get into some music? Yeah. Should we get Let's into some music? All right. Tell me so, um, so our music selection, just so you understand, is going to be a combination of both woke and ratchet songs. Which, how it should be. Exactly. For DJs out there. I mean, that's how it is in my, in my uh, you know. In your, because we got DJ Unlearn the World. He's up and coming DJ out here. A little bit. He's DJ for Lil MC. You ready? So turn me, yeah, turn me up in the, in the, in the, turn me up in the headphones. You're up. Like the rappers say. Oh, okay. I was like, you're up in the headphones, Google. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, hold on. No, I'm here. Hold on, hold on, hold you on. tell hold me on. when you're ready. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. It's, you know. Feeling, feeling. There we go. Yeah. Ratchet and woke on FCC Free Whoa. Radio. Pull up on them like this. I pull up on them like this. God bless the ratchets. Bitch, sexy pornographic. A bitch bad that ain't average. Stuffing packets in the matches. Hey. God bless the wretches. Mm. She won't and gotta have it. A bitch bad, that ain't average. Huh. She is savage, no compassion. Bad bitches pull up on the west side. Rest of them, they could let the lead fly. Nigga coming straight up out the best eye. Burn this motherfucker like his left eye. 14 fucking carrots to the Like a domino, all my niggas, they be with 
All my niggas, they will let that motherfucker fly Won't let a nigga forget me Nigga, do or die, do or die, nigga, homicide God bless the wretches Bitch, sexy I don't gotta do too much these days Me and my compadres You don't want them blah 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 be here And right until I die I'm chasing all them niggas from the light Give me homicide, homicide Yes indeed, yes indeed Ratchet and Roll Podcast, FCC Free Radio. That was St. John with God Bless the Ratchets, a perfect inaugural song. Perfect inaugural song to play for our first first show. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, you know I know it's mean? not like the order, but I mean, can we talk about... Where are we going tomorrow to see? So yes, no, I mean, ball? no, of course. So, yeah, so St. John's playing live tomorrow at Slim's. And I'm completely, I think this is the most excited I've ever been for a concert. Me too. Ever. I know. Ever. Like, I came across St. John as an artist off of the um, Joe Bunn podcast. Shout yeah. out to Joe Bunn's podcast. They're the best. Um, so, yeah, they, they had him on and they interviewed him. Oh, and I have was, to like, see they that. Were just, just talking to him. And I is just he thought, cool or is he weird? He just, no, he seemed like hella cool, hella smart. And then I listened to his music and it, it was like some of the best music I've heard of recent. It's so good. You know good. what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just like a cool blend. Like, if you like Kid Cudi, if you like certain kinds of artists like, like that, melodic. that, melodic hip hop trap. Yeah, it's melodic hip hop trap. It's Grimey like hip hop yeah. drums or trap. Like trap it's, drums. It's so- yeah. All the shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Shout out to St. John. He's going to be at Slim's tomorrow. We're going to be in the building. And I love Slim's, too. Like, good, I'm so happy. I want to play Slim's one of these days. Yeah, that's we'll, doable. We'll, we'll talk totally about local doable. venues and that's shit doable. in a minute. In a minute. Yeah. Who else is out here? Snow Allegra's out here. Right? Tonight, Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra and yeah. I will just say that that album that she just dropped is probably like my third favorite album of the year. It's so mm. good. What's, what's good about it? Like, <laughs> so she uses like live instruments, but then she has a lot of like like DJ scratches so it gives it kind of like a hip hop vibe but she's like an R&B singer okay. but her voice is really Amy Winehouse-y like super nasally and she I don't know it's just every song is just amazing and it's all super cohesive like flow the album flows right. really well we may have to play some stuff the cover like art is really dope it's like comic book kind of aesthetic uh, it's just really good It's yeah. it, look, it reminds me of your album cover like remember the first one that you showed me the the with the blonde chick on it and you're in a cartoon you're like a comic book character yeah 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 it's yeah. like that's how her cover art is oh, dope. except for it's not black and white and red it's like full color like pink and blue and whatever okay. I don't know just but it was it was drawn it's like drawn yeah it's like a picture drawing yeah. yeah 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 exactly and for those who don't that's that's the wake up call album that I did it's my first album um shout out to the uh, woke up call could be the second ah, <laughs> there we go the ratchet call 
No, it has to be half woke in it. No, why? Because am I the designated You're, woke person here? I will let the, the, we'll let the viewers we'll let the decide. Yeah, yeah. We'll who the is speak. the woke one? At, 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 like by like the fifth episode, it's evident. Okay, is it? I don't yeah. know. I really don't know. He's just in denial. I don't know. He's don't gonna know. be We're twerking gonna on purpose just so. Like. Fam, <laughs> you got him. <laughs> Chill. Uh, um, okay, what else? There's a lot of other shit going on. A lot of other yo, things let's, were happening. Let's weave yeah, into, let's, talking let's, about artists. Let's talk about this because I really want to get into it. All right, let's get into it. All right, so I know that Joe Budden Pog has been talking about it. I don't know. Instagram's probably been talking about it, but this is where the, I, my takeaway uh, from what's been going on with Summer Walker and other artists like Ari Lennox who have been vocal about experiencing social anxiety and their new artists that kind of just blew up really fast over the past year and they've been having issues with performancing they've been having issues with meet and greets with their fans and they are you know blaming that I won't even say blaming but they're using social anxiety or their yeah as a crutch to insulate themselves from the responsibility of being an artist and they're overwhelmed and that's but okay, so let's break this down. It's a hundred percent going to be overwhelming as an artist, like being thrust into superstardom in a sm- in a short period of time. Like no doubt, I don't. I'm not gonna like take that away or minimize that at all. But at the same time, like let's. It's like people that want to be athletes. The same thing as people that want to be any sort of celebrity. Like there are so many people that want this, and if you actually achieve it, you have to expect that there's going to be some negative components that come along with that. And part of that is going to be having to surround yourself with people that you might not want to be with all the time, because you're not just going to be able to pick and choose the part of artistry that you want. You can't just be sitting in the studio all day making your millions and and be like, nah, I don't really want to perform. I don't really. I mean, maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe that might evolve to be that. But for me, looking at that as someone that's like hungry and really is like envious of people that are in this position. Like, I wish that I had this opportunity to perform and have fans. Like, it, it kind of sits, it doesn't sit well with me. And yeah. I don't know if that's me just being a hater, but I think it's also like a sacrifice that you make to be a superstar is you're going to have to work on yourself and work on it's, your own mental health. My, it's one of my favorite lines that I uh, that I always say. It's like one of my personal mantras. I got it from Godfather Part 3, which nobody really watches ever. I just but. watched it. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one. Yeah, it's the worst one. It's That's worst. why. But but uh, Al Pacino, who plays Michael Corleone, he says, this is the price you pay for the life you chose. Yeah, right? totally. And you, you, I think artists in general do not go out of their way to sign up for all the added bullshit that comes with being an artist in the popular spotlight. People are really just geared towards making music, making great music, and hoping and and praying that it connects and resonates with people. And it is great. Right. It's amazing. And they they but they and I think unfortunately that puts blinders on where they have no conception of what it takes to even get your music to that many people. Yeah. And the bullshit that you have to go through within the music industry. That's just like it just comes natural. But even outside of the music industry, just to get your music heard. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of the most talented people I know are just like social, socially awkward and don't want to do shows and they, they, they don't really show up. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're just no, for kind sure. of like closeted and they just keep to themselves and they're like extremely talented. But with that said, your music doesn't get played. No one yeah. knows who you are because you're not out there doing the usual artist shit of shaking hands, kissing babies, and doing that. And all of that can be anxiety-inducing. All yeah. of that can be fucking bothersome. It and should be anxiety. Piss you off. And, you know what I'm saying? And it was what we were talking about yesterday. We were having a conversation about it. And it's like, 
I don't think society as a whole, people as a whole, are not hardwired to get that level of attention. For sure. No. Period. It's not natural in any way. In to any do that. respect. But to me, it seems obvious that this isn't natural. And with that, I would, I would assume, which I don't want to be presumptuous, but I would hope that people would prepare themselves mentally, emotionally, have a support system in play where you're like, all right, I'm putting my, I need to be like, I need to have my mental health on check. Like I need to have like emotional support system. I need to have my people that I trust around me. Like that's just, that's what I think about when I think about the future of music, of like where I want yeah. my music to go. Like I'm like, I need to make sure like I don't have, I'm not like stuck here on like, addicted to like drugs and alcohol you know like i need to get my shit together like i need to get my finances in order i, I would just assume that people that want that life would kind of think in a similar way no i mean yeah you 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 have that there, but then you also have you also have to factor in how your success affects the people around you right and yeah. their perception of what success is their perception of what you know what it is to be successful as an artist what it is to be popping like that's a different conversation no nah, i mean like, it's, it's part another of, it's part and parcel of the same conversation because the people around you will all too often work in their own self-interest because you become the one person who's like putting them in this different space but that doesn't really have much to do with you being unwilling to perform at shows into your yeah fans. i mean your i think what we're talking about yeah i think what we're talking about at the core of it is the 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 irresponsibility on one level or another of performers not wanting to perform at shows or performing at shows late because of social anxiety or a lot of other things that we we typically classify as diva like you know I what mean, I'm saying? Yeah, like when a, when an artist is three, four hours late for a show that everybody paid money to come and watch, right? Like people get pissed off and they they throw words around like diva. Well, I also or think like, like using that. like nowadays everybody uses the word anxiety as in hopes that and again this brings like light to like this hyper woke world that we're living in yeah where it's like oh someone has a mental health problem like oh my god i totally understand like don't bother her like she couldn't do the show she had anxiety like leave her alone like give her a pass like bitch are you serious like i'm gonna be like i didn't go to work today i had anxiety i'm so sorry like i was constipated i didn't go to fucking work today like that's a fucking natural part of being a human you have anxiety you know there's different levels and there's a spectrum and some people are debilitated by their anxiety like i get that on the same time if you're gonna Try, if this is your profession, then it's your responsibility to handle that shit. There's things that you can fucking do to make sure that you handle your anxiety. Yeah. Like, I used to faint from fucking anxiety. Like, I get it. <laughs> I have so many concussions from fainting. Like, don't talk to me about anxiety, yo. You gotta get that shit unlocked if you want to be like a successful human in the world. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, but I also think that people are also using anxiety to lean on the mental health thing to just cover up the fact that they're trying to be a delicate genius. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, the delicate genius who can't be touched in certain respects. Otherwise, like, their whole life is fucked up and all of that shit. And it's just like, I don't, I, you know, I'm, I don't suffer from anxiety with respect. The only thing that make me anxious is being broke and cops. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like no. those are pretty much the I two things like that make me the most. My life yeah, that, that's the, the two things that make me the most anxious. I, I wouldn't go as far as oh, to yeah. say that I like I don't need like you know anything to quell anxiety or any of that shit. Like I don't know, but I, I do see it being used at with from from artists and with artists as a crutch. Like, yeah, I think, but that. I think people are just throwing mental health issues right 
just out like but i'm not saying there. i'm not trying to minimize mental health like i know it's a fucking right issue. and, and this is not issue. and this is not to dismiss people's claim of having mental illness I'm, but at, right. at the same time mm. once people just start throwing out words because they know it gives them a pass and it goes the same way with like the me too movement and all that shit like i think there's danger and just giving everyone a pass right away from being like right uh, uh, especially was, artists like, who are who are already insulated if you're at a high level and performing at a high level like mm-hmm. what do you think summer walker gets paid for a show she gets paid a shit ton, yo. Or like Ari Lennox. A shit ton. Right? They're both Grammy nominees. Like, yeah. They're so, both I mean, what, what are we thinking? Like, I mean, just realistically, let's do the math on it. Let's put a number Probably on like it. 200K a show. 200K? I, right, so. I would have I said 50, but all right, 200K. So even. I mean, we looked at the numbers yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we were looking at those numbers. Like, like a lot Major of you motherfuckers Laser is definitely like fucking overcharging. 500K to a million. So. Right. So, in any, so, so, of a, so, at a certain level of exposure, you are entitled or you go and get a certain amount of money right so you there are certain bags available to you because of your profile and how visible you are as an artist right so you're getting paid you're getting you're getting a lot of money to do these shows that you're saying your social anxiety is is keeping you from doing or engaging in your in, in engaging with your audience in a way that they may feel entitled to or that just comes as part and parcel of you being an artist at that level you know what i'm saying and i just think that yeah and Throwing around mental illness issues, throwing around things like anxiety become this like, and especially in this kind of climate that we're in, it just becomes this one of those things that like you hide behind it and no yeah. one can really question it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we also talked about this. Like, I think it's, I don't think it's, it's natural to be in these environments that these artists are in. I believe that there is anxiety. Like, I don't believe just because something is unfair doesn't make it not the reality. Like the reality is you are now the superstar and you, if you want to maintain this, then there's certain alterations that you need to make with your life to make it work. And you can't just sit there and say, I'm not going to do this. I have anxiety. I think that there's a certain, you need to make a plan. You need to figure something out. And, and, and with all of that said, you can actually develop anxiety from the kind of world that you're exposed yeah, to. And, for and, sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you, just by getting certain level of notoriety, because your success drives other people crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's what I don't think we're like we're, we're talking about. I can, I can talk about my own experience, and I, I'm nowhere near where I want to be as an artist. I'm nowhere near any of the artists that I admire in terms of my own notoriety. But the very little notoriety that I get creates issues for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not only in my personal circle, but people who see me on Instagram. It creates issues. Like, sure. That's the world that we're living it. in. I always feel like it's, it's like always a good sign when people like start... Yammering about you or like feeling away. Wait, right, but like, I mean, I, I I always say it. I say my per- something right. My personality in general is gonna stir, is gonna stir up demons or wake your angel. Like that, is, you're gonna be bothered one way or another. Some, it's gonna you're gonna either be inspired or bothered. But my point is that with success and with certain levels of notoriety, increasing your profile, things of that nature, it starts to affect the people around you. It starts to affect the community you're coming from who see you as accessible. And the less you become accessible because of your success, it starts to bother them and it can create a psyche. And it's not even and these are just people you know, let alone people you don't know. Right. Fucking weirdos. Like we we were we were watching the fucking the Versace uh mini series. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And Andrew Cunanan who shot Gianni Versace, hey, right? Maybe like, so you're just being <laughs> giving it away right now. You know what I mean? What like, if someone wants to watch it? It's history. They know he died. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm still waiting to see JFK's documentary. What happened? <laughs> Spoiler alert. No, they made a mini series out of an actual yeah, historical yeah, yeah, event. Right. right. So, but 
it was like, you know, but all right, but even then, like, people like that, people like, um, who's the homeboy who shot John Lennon? Like, people are nuts. Yeah, no, for sure. People are nuts, right? So, your fame and who you are, or, or at least the perception or the image of you, stirs things in people's brain. It will trigger certain things in people's brain. And we're already in a society that's like fucking deeply rooted in sickness and fucked upness. And I have a question you know for you saying? to answer. <laughs> okay, shoot. So with all of this negativity that comes with stardom, notoriety, success, mm. there's all of these other components that we need to factor in. Yeah. Like being untrusting of who's around you if, if they really love you they just want the money people 100. fucking you over people using you as just i mean you're basically just a product they're trying to market like you're not really a person having mm -hmm. all of this pressure on you so what is the purpose for all of this then why why do it why go through all of this is it just because money because money and fame cannot be the one thing that that it i guess it's it could no, but you can't maintain happiness and yeah. and and still reach that level of success, but just because you're chasing money. I think there has to be something else at the core of well, it. Well, I think, I think every artist, I, I would imagine every artist would agree that we pursue our artistry and we pursue our avenues of creativity as a means of exploration, right? We're trying to find ourselves, find who we are, find our purpose in this world, and gratification to justify all the shit that we've been exposed to and the traumas or just the kind of the weird, awkward things that we go through as individuals. Like we're trying to find a reason for it. And our artistry becomes that. Our artistry becomes the vehicle by which we're finding out who we are. But maybe this and artistry isn't for everyone. Maybe not everyone should be rappers. But for those of us that are meant to be like yourself, for example, why do you think that you feel like this is the path that you are, you want to pursue, despite all of this possible negative backlash that you could receive. I think upon because success, success. I think because success is subjective. I have my own criteria for what I believe is successful for me, right? For me, as opposed to other people. Like I, I personally don't need to make or sell a million records. But there's some kid in Indiana who really needs that for themselves. They need. They feel they need. I'm trying to, to lead you to records. a certain thing. You're not, you're, yeah, you're, <laughs> I'm you're trying just, to lead you. <laughs> like, but you feel like you want to pursue this because this is something you, not everybody, well, everyone should find creative means to express themselves and find purpose in their life. Totally. But you always say that rapping is not for people to like have a therapeutic experience on stage and watch people have like not, but it's not even catharsis just, on stage. Why you, like, I'm just, because okay. I'm trying to pull something out of you. Okay, well, not. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, well, you say I, this shit all the time. We won't say it right now. Well, no, I mean, it, you have to perform at a high level. To do the shit that all, all of us want, that we feel that we need to gratify, you got to perform at a high level. You got to be dope and stop being whack as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're, if we're talking about, like, per, you know, performing just to get, get it out of your system, right? There's karaoke for that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's rapping in your house for that shit. There's I'm just going to tell you what it is. It's because this is like your, like, God, I just read this book, so I'm going to sound super corny, but I don't know any other words to say it. It's like your personal legend, like you feel deep down, like this is what the universe is conspiring for you to do. Like you feel like this is where you're supposed to be. Like you are supposed to be educating kids on the culture of hip hop. You are supposed to be making this sort of music, enlightening people. Like this is right, your but, okay, That's so what I'm trying yeah, to get So at. yeah, well, you're talking about for me. Yes, for me as an individual, I have been given proofs in my life that I have received, signs and omens, right? Because we're talking about the book, The Alchemist. Yes. Hyperwoke shit, right? It's really good. <laughs> Shout out The Alchemist. Paolo, whatever right? his Paolo name is. Paolo Coelho. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
amazing Spanish author, man. amazing book. But no, so but with regard to me, right? I feel that I am on this path as many artists do because they're meant to be that. But do right? they? I that ask any artist, they feel that they're meant to do that. I mean, whether it's delusion or it's something else is a completely different conversation, right? But for me as an individual, I have felt that I've always been on this path and I feel that the world, the universe has conspired to put me on this path because it's given me proofs of what it is that I need to be doing and why I need to be doing it. And every time I've seen those proofs, I've moved forward and forward and move, moved on and developed in my career. Whereas other people will get proofs of the opposite and will try to still continue to go down this path. Or, or they might see proofs that, I mean, I think it, that goes both ways. There's doubt where, you, I mean, I experienced that for a long time. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And that has along with it, it's, own bag of anxiety and confusion and all that shit. And it's not until like you're able to get rid of all the shit that you're distracting yourself with, all the fucking drugs, the fucking bullshit, the alcohol, the fucking whatever, and you're able to like really sit with yourself and think clearly. Then like eventually things start making sense and you start seeing things and then you you start to fully believe in this like path that you're supposed to be on. Well you're just really fucking talented. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, how many how many talented people you know are fucked up on drugs and alcoholics and all of that? I mean, most of the just, fucking I mean, artists that we love. I, I'm not saying that you can't be fucked up on drugs and still be fulfilling. We're just supposed to right. be doing. We're super talented. That's what I'm saying. But like, I for me, I I wouldn't be so determined and and resilient despite all the shit that I've been through and still want to do this and make this a career. I have a kid I have to support and stuff. Like, right. I can't just be doing this all willy-nilly. Like, I have to really commit myself to this and I'm doing this for more than just, like, I want to do this for music. Right, like, you're not doing it for just shit. I want to right. share my experience and help other people that have similar experiences and show them that there's, like, an alternative to whatever, like, path that I could have gone down and almost did go down. Like, right, it's it, more than just music is what I'm no, saying. Course, like, but it's always more than music for the artist, right? You know what I'm saying? You ask any artist, you could throw a fucking dead cat around and hit any artist and they'll tell you, I want to inspire. That's like the most, it's the, it's the most cliche, corny response that any artist will tell you in terms of why they do what they do. I want to inspire people. I'm inspired, yada, 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 yada. Okay, great, right? But do you also we, have the talent. Is that what you're saying? You also have to have talent. Yeah, like, no, it's I don't, both. I wouldn't go, you know what I'm saying? Like, do I think somebody like Kurt Cobain was out here telling people he wanted to inspire? I think Kurt Cobain just wanted to just fucking do what he wanted to I do. I think he did. I 100% think he was out there trying to inspire. You think he was inspire. out here telling people, like, I want to inspire people? I don't think he was saying that, but <laughs> I think that he, like, wanted to tell his story and share a message with people and give people an outlet because he was going through so much pain. Like, I 100% think that. I don't think he was just, like, handed a guitar and, like, I'm good at this shit. Like, I'm going to throw some words together and hope it fucking is. No, I think that he wanted to create music for himself and to kind of pursue his own, like, journey of self-discovery and all of that. And I don't think he had any conception in the world that he would be as big as he was. I don't think I mean, anybody does. I don't think I agree with you. I don't think he had. A you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't. I don't think anybody has any conception of like I'm gonna just do this shit and then all of a sudden like I don't. I I don't think. But that, some people do. Kanye West did. Yeah, but he's a fucking loon now. Like, I think everybody has a certain limit before they just completely go off the deep end. No, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Britney Spears went through her shit. No, Kanye West good. currently going through his shit. Mariah Carey went through. They, they all have their fucking nervous breakdowns. Yeah. Dave Chappelle went through his shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because literally, you're not supposed to be at Homeboy certain levels. Homeboy from Seinfeld? Si oh, yeah. Fucking Michael Richards or whatever his name is. One <laughs> of his fucking, you know. So it's 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 a it's a thing, but um, let's get into some more music. I know, let's do that. Um, speaking of woke shit, right? I'm gonna get into Royce the Five Nine Ooh, featuring Sai yes. uh, Ari the Kid, uh, Ti, and Sahib um, the Prince. Yeah, 
I don't know why they. I don't. I don't know. All right, turn me up. Got you. Turn me up. Turn me up. Ratchet and woke on FCC Free Radio. Yeah. I ain't your average rapper residing in Calabasas Mashing an Aston through Malagasy and Madagascar I don't believe in your white Jesus and last suppers I place value on brothers who never had justice I am the black savage Ollie informing and Zaya fighting for black magic Rifles and flak jackets Mama was suicidal Papa had bad habits Product of true survival Rocker like Black Sabbath Hopping about the Chevy Pac Biggie Machiavelli OG like Nasa Reggie Culture like Ox and Belly Vogue like Akinelli Focus like Dr. Sebi We did it your way but now the culture is bopping to our Sinatra medley I'm limitless energy, they gimmicks and imagery Kendrick Cole and the Kennedys, lyrical holy trinity General of the city, they end up promoting silly beef Keeping it willy deep, wheezy only a milli beat Dream chasing, facing the enemy like my nigga Meek Tyler Perry writing my winning speech like it's Emmy week Heart of gold, never sold my soul, Glock weighs a ton Hope telling Lori Harvey no with Rock Nation brunch One life to live, just don't say One life, I'ma live forever Stand for something, fall for nothing, no Rest in peace to dead, that's on my soul You only die once and then you go Who thought we'd be fighting all along? Who don't know the rights from the wrongs? Truth comes to the light behind How it much all. more do you want? You wanna send us back to where we came from Cause we just savages well, here's my ass to kiss, back yeah, yeah. I made a go, my nigga. Go back home, go, my nigga. We're taking all the land back, they stole my nigga. Cause what you reap now is what you sow, my nigga. Where your soul, my nigga, goddamn. One life to live, just don't settle. One life, I'ma live forever. Stand for something, fall for nothing, no. Rest in peace, the dead, that's on my soul. You only die once and then you go. Who thought we'd be fighting all alone? Who don't know the rights from the wrongs? Truth comes to the light behind it all. If I rule the world. I would go return all of the gold that was stole Reupholster the nose on the Sphinx, it's a war war huh? They tryna take the soul out of soul Niggas say I sold out, I never sold out a show Even though people drove out in droves Plus a whole lot of hoes, I suppose On the road to success, you gotta pay the toll I was told I don't hang with pawns I'm Genghis Khan, slang with a gang of cons That came with guns who speak the language from the ancient ones Dangerous, huh? We shining, nigga, shame the sun Do I move D or? Stay a Saint Laurent Cause y'all fashion week in the Saint Milan Calusa to your one Ponce de Leon Make sure it's peppercorn sauce on my filet me young, my nigga One life to live, just don't settle One life, I'ma live forever Stand for something, fall for nothing, no Rest in peace, the dead, that's on my soul You only die once and then you go Who thought we'd be fighting all alone? Back to 
How she pulled to get thick, you just be feeding her corn With your corny ass, get raw, why she fucking on your horny ass Go to jail, tell it all before you have for your attorney ass Nigga, but you can never be me Knew who I was before I got out the trap to sell a CD I been shoulder to shoulder with gangsta facing LAPD Felony after felony, still to be yelling me free Now my philosophy, is no possession, no apostrophe Cause ain't no use in being in prison, you ain't got to be Ironically, we dodged a crazy cracker with hammer Just how they used the dog nigga with braids and bandana Man, it been more mad killing than the days in the year One day fighting for it, worth it much of leaving it here, I'm saying One life to live, just don't say One life, I'ma live forever Stand for something, fall for nothing, no Rest in peace, the dead, that's on my soul You only die once and then you go Who thought we'd be fighting all alone? Who don't know the rights from the wrongs? Truth comes to the light behind it all You're listening to Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio. You heard it here, FCC Free Radio. Unlearn the world. Little MC. Your your Why you still got a shirt on? <laughs> we're too woke. We need to get the ratchet uh, back. Yeah, yeah. So now I, I don't think I think we're gonna at some point mix them all. I think we got into our woke shit. And I know. We're gonna, and they're getting woke. We're gonna venture off into our ratchet shit. Yeah. A little bit segway, more. Segway, segway, exactly. Segway. Um so for for the hip hop heads out there, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of hip hop content that's going around. Mm-hmm. Podcasts, videos interview shows, all this different shit. Um, and Netflix is no different in terms of getting in the game of hip-hop content. content creation You know mode. what I mean? So they, they they did this American Idol-style show, Rhythm and Flow. Yep. A lot of us have seen it. A lot of us were excited about it. Um, a lot of us weren't excited about it and thought it was trash. So we're going to do a little breakdown after yeah. having seen the entire series or season or whatever yes. the case let's was. Go, let's go from the beginning to the yeah, end. And yeah, I, yeah. How, how our feelings towards it were, how they changed, how they the ended. The deep dive. Take, let's deep dive. Okay, let's do let's the deep go dive. Up the, let's okay. go diving board and get deep. All right. All right, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you run with it. Okay, so in the beginning, they basically had all of these auditions, which were so contrived. Sorry, I throw out that word. That <laughs> Spoiler was like alert! That's our that's word. our basic assessment of this. Uh, because they were like, oh, we found, <laughs> we just happened to be at this studio, and like, who who's there? Like Lupe Fiasco, or they have different celebrities there, and like, we found these people. They're interested in coming on the radio show, showing you if they're like. You know, able to come audition and uh, they're going to spit a freestyle. And then they freestyle and like obviously they like, you know, came with bars and they're like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yes, you can come to the. It's like, yo, this would not happen. Like these people just appear. At it's the just ra- bad reality yeah. show acting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was yeah. super forced. And and then like when they were having the. So basically they had T.I. go to Atlanta. They had freaking Cardi B go to New York and they had Chance to Rapper. Go to Chicago. We're gonna we're gonna also talk about your chance, chance to, to rap. Why are his eyes so spread apart? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, get it. Right. So they had them go to their respective reasons. You had you had people who like Royce the Five Nine judging. You had people like Jada Kiss, Fat, Fat Joe, Joe uh, Killer Mike. A lot of the uh, you know what I'm saying. A lot of other people. A lot of other producers were were in the mix and 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 in the judging these rappers who are auditioning yes. or seemingly auditioning from like an organic kind of place and then they always all of them had like a sob story like i need this if i don't have this son 
I'll have to go be a stripper again and like the yeah, work so the corners so, let's, and so my children. Dive, yeah, let's just deep dive on the contrived nature of this whole shit. It was like a charade. It's such a charade. <laughs> it's such a charade. It's pissing me off. Right, so because like, you applied to try to be like you like sent well, an application. I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm old. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 38. Like they're not trying to look for a 38 year old. I know they were trying to tell you what to do, and you're like, and nope. You get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> you're like setting your ways. Yeah, exactly. I'm curmudgeon-y. Like you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But but. That that just speaks to the music industry in general. But no. So I guess my issue, having watched it, was not necessarily the way they were pulling the talent because that was it was supposed to be like that. Right? It was not Ameri- random an audition right, at it's all. A, it's American Idol style, like supposedly audition, but they're not really auditions. Yeah. They're kids who have connections to whoever to right. be in that spot for them to pick them and say, Okay, you're yeah. gonna come here so you can It's a movie. Audition you're and- acting for a role. Exactly. Exactly. So they they, they got their groups they they did the American Isle style. We're gonna bring you to California and develop you as an artist. You're and going to California. Exactly. That's they exactly did the, what they, they said. They did the whole bit. You know. I, but the dope part comes. It gets doper. It mm-hmm. gets better. To its credit, it gets better in terms of what they're doing with the yeah. artists that they finally choose. I like it. Was it was just come, getting to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I didn't know cringy. whether or not there were. Um, I didn't know whether or not there were people who the, the beats that they were using. Like I don't know if those were beats that the the artists used themselves, or if they came from you know what I'm saying some other producer. So it just seemed like like I, I know too much of the background. Yeah. In terms of how shows are produced, for me to just watch it and accept it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's my problem as an artist. That's my problem just knowing certain things about like the industry and how it works and how things are produced so i'm listening to that the artist like rap on these beats and i'm like well whose beats are these are these beats that they came with are these part of their songs or are these beats that were produced for them and they were yeah, forced to totally you know what i'm saying and then that i mean because the, that's that's important because that factors into the performance well i find it really hard to believe it. so like i mean i i don't i don't think at this point we're going to spoil anything we're just going to go with it. And so if you haven't seen the show and you want to watch it, then I don't know, I guess pause us and go watch it real fast. But they bring like the finalists to create like music videos and songs and perform them in like two days, which I find just, I I don't find it likely that people are going to be able to choreograph, memorize a dance, write an entire song, memorize it, record it. Like it just, that seems unrealistic to me for two days for someone that's not a trained superstar. You know? Yes and no. I don't uh, think it's possible. Yes and no. I mean, I think the issue that I take with the contrived nature of how the show was created was the artists in the background, whether they were in California or wherever they were, right? Like the 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 segments or the featured segments where they're in the, the dusty back streets of their hometown and you see, yeah, but like, homeboy had like a studio in his house, like, and he's like, I need this for my family. It's like, yeah, family you know what I'm saying? Like, or like the fine. awkward conversations, like with the parents and the and the and the, and the kid, and like it, it, it just seemed forced. And it's like, and then it's, but it is they're TV, all sad ass I mean, stories, yeah. There, there was never no kid that you were just like, oh yeah, he's just hella talented and, and comes from a good home. Yeah. He, just, he deserves this because he's talented as fuck. It was all like, my mom died from cancer. And then you have to have them relive this on screen. Right. Fucking oh, yeah. wheelchair bound grandma. With me on like, I'm like, yo, can you fucking knock this shit the fuck off? It was off? super like, corny. Again, it is reality TV, so you have to expect that. So it's yeah. like, it's not that shocking. But right. It just it was just the way it was done was kind of like, in, in my opinion, distasteful. But I mean, in any case, fast forward. 
it started getting better in terms of them taking the artists, developing them, working, having them work with well-known yeah. producers, getting them like really legit videos. All of that shit was that really shit was dope. dope. To your point about them having to create or craft a whole song in a certain amount of time. I don't think crafting a song and memorizing it in a day is impossible. I, I've done that before. Right. I think that expecting people to do that choreograph dance pick lights pick a producer make a beat memorize that change things adjust it perform it live on stage in two days and some of them was only one day i think that's unrealistic maybe i'm maybe I mean, i'm I, just I being go, i wouldn't go as cynical. far to say it was unrealistic as much as that that was a challenge so you either step up stepped up to the challenge or you failed and you didn't get put next or you know it wasn't in two days that they did it but Either way, is that your is that your conspiracy yeah, theory that they, they that they they no. gave them a little bit more time than yeah they, I don't well that could very likely be the case yeah. they they could have given them a whole week and then told us it was two days right I or mean, longer who the fuck we know but whatever like that's kind of besides the point in any case I fast mean, forward I want to say a positive part so we don't just seem like we're here yeah fucking <laughs> hating on everything I actually like the the formatting of it I like having okay because I think about ways that we could do this if we were like because we were talking to our kids about that and teaching them if we were to like have an expansive MC course like we'd be like all right maybe to kids that are like a little bit older like high schoolers or even like college kids like once they have decided that they want to pursue MCing to another level like all right first you're going to get into the cypher this is an element of hip-hop that you need to be familiar with battle rap this is an element and it's like not all of you are going to be cypher, like in cyphers, not all of you are going to be freestylers, not all of you are going to be battle rappers, but at least experience each of these different components of hip hop and rapping. And because it is better to be well-rounded and able to do all of these things than it is to just be a one trick pony, in for my sure. opinion. No, for sure. For sure. No, I mean, yeah. So that, that was good. Fast forward, they, they developed these artists. Some of them got knocked off. Eventually, the dude who won, D-Smoke, right? <laughs> P-Smoke. Oh, D-Smoke or P-Smoke? D, why do you keep calling him P-Smoke? I think because I'm thinking D stands for dick, and then I'm confusing with P standing for penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what my head There's no difference there. It's just a word. <laughs> it's a word that means the same exact thing. There's no difference. Like, in any case, so D-Smoke wins. Right, yeah. and to his credit, he was he really was the most dope. put together and the most consistent of yes. all the artists. Every yes. time they called him to perform, he really did always a great delivered. job. He didn't always fuck delivered. Up. Well, he did fuck he up. He did fuck up, but, but even, even when he fuck fucked up, up still good. he was still impactful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to his credit, he was the most consistent throughout. He deserved to win. But then you find out that they paired him with a producer who's from TDE. Right here's my conspiracy theory. Right, well, we know this is the. It's not, but it's not even a conspiracy theory. They, but they paired him with a producer who's from TDE. For those who don't know, that's Top Dog Entertainment. They've signed Kendrick, J Rock. They in, including SZA. including including SZA, including a R and B artist who of recent is is getting well known by the name of Sir. Sir. And well, what do you know? D Smoke is Sir's brother, and they look like twins, and it's bullshit. Right, Sir is like a famous and they're also cousins R&B of J Rock. Yeah, who right. Are so like, successful. so you already have people who are already working in the industry who are related to this guy, and then this is the guy. Then that you wins? paired him with the producer who literally works with the artist that he is related to. Goes to like their Thanksgiving dinners and shit. You like know what I'm saying? So it's family. just like one of those things where it's like, yes, you deserve to win, but at it, it seems like you were getting help the whole time. Like the whole. Why did you need this show? Like you didn't really need the show. You already had the connections. You weren't like struggling. I mean, 
Yeah, I get it. You're from where's it? Inglewood. Inglewood. Yeah, right. and it's. I mean, his whole story is like it's not like it's fake or anything. It's all authentic. But you are not someone that needed this platform in order to blow up. You already had all the connections and resources. Like that's fucking bullshit. That's like if Hennessy Cardi B sister was like trying out for this shit. Right. It just. It, it was. It was just. That that to me just was kind of whack. Like that was the one thing that I was just like, come on. Oh you know? no, I'm. And then you paired him with like the producer who really works with his yeah. entire like, fucks with his whole yeah. shit. Like that was like you didn't prepare him with like Is, are Metro Boomin commenting or about else. that. Like on, I want to know on social know. media if anyone I don't know like what the streets is up in about, arms like, about it because I'm up in arms. My arms <laughs> are up. <laughs> flailed, they're flailing about. Yeah, like one of those yeah you know, car yeah the, the wind, wacky wind. inflatable men yes. that, that flaps their arms no one yeah i just i'm just like i feel like i'm taking crazy pills that's <laughs> that i need that as an audio yes tag. can get, i take that i, I that. need to find that as get an audio that. tag so but anyways let's just, yeah so no that so that was the one thing that i thought even though i thought he deserved to win i thought that was just whack the fact that he was related to or had an association with everybody who they had him work with yes you 100%. know what i'm saying which goes back to the whole like concept in terms of hip-hop music and the music industry industry plants people who seem like they have an organic buzz but they're getting all this hype and right. attention around totally. their music you know what i mean and this like was something going that crazy on social media when really it's just a, like so that they can like create a buzz before their project well, i mean drops. let's talk about industry plants right because that's been a thing for like the last at least 10 years or more 15 plant, years more Lizzo, some people say that lizzo's plant some people say that chance the rapper was a plant mm -hmm. you know what i mean so there's a lot of people logic is already on record as being a plant mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying having been signed in def jam two years before people knew about him yeah you know what i'm saying and literally he was saying in an interview that he couldn't say that he was signed to def jam you know what I mean? So, like, the, the the idea and the concept of industry plants is a real thing. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It's to give artists this kind of organic or feel of being right. organic and like grassroots discovered and, and whatever, whatever. But what for the average artist out there who's out here busting their ass to try to get views and plays and attention to their product and whatever the case is, this is what you're competing with. Yeah. You're competing with artists who get their entire the brand completely washed yeah. from the internet and they are handled from the beginning to the end of their career. Mm -hmm. And though it seems organic, it isn't. So I don't want anybody out here feeling depressed because MC Get Busy over here has a thousand million views of his album and you've never heard of him before. You you kind of kind of recognize that there are other factors in play. Mm -hmm. And it may not even be major labels. It could be also production companies that have relationships with major labels. It could be, you know, management teams that have relationships in just in the music industry in general. So there's ways that artists are getting in there, but it's it's through their connections. And yeah. this is not to say that not everybody is not everybody's not like everyone's that. you know there but are it's a reality. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a reality. The industry plant is a is a is a very very smoke real thing. And mirrors. <laughs> you know don't be a sheep. Exactly. Exactly. Um stay woke. <laughs> All right. Um I want to get into my knock the fuck off, knock it the fuck off segment. Can we? My can computer we? died, so you're you gonna you're steering no. the ship. Okay, so um, yeah, the knock it the fuck off segment. Let's get into it. Uh, we have to do a knock it the fuck off to Prince Andrew. Oh yeah, <laughs> Prince Andrew of <laughs> the UK, the royal family in the UK. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, the dude Epstein was his name. Uh, I'm looking it up as we're speaking yeah, right so now. Ep Jeffrey Epstein yeah. was a uh, American financier who was convicted as a sex offender for having these sex rings of underage girls. Yeah. He was arrested convicted, for it and convicted it. for There's it. No conspiracy. And he ended up mysteriously dying of 
a suicide, a suicide in, jail. in jail, right? Because the cameras coincidentally went off and the security guards fell asleep. Right. right Needless to the say, time. there are a lot of suspicious like, things around that. him killing himself. The fact that the guards were on break or like, it's like, it, you know what I'm saying? Those movies where the guards snoozing on the fucking controller This is a, or some this shit. Is a movie. This is like it, a James Bond it movie. It really is, like, though. It really real. is. It just, it was just like a whole lot of suspicious things around his quote unquote suicide, right? But that's to say that as they are like, continuing, yeah. yeah, as they are continuing to investigate this case of this sex ring that he was at the helm of, it included and implicated Prince Andrew of the royal family of with a lot of other England, but like as well as a, a lot, lot of other of rich, well-known, prominent people. Trump, you know, what I'm included was his buddy boy. They you know, so <laughs> so the woman who cl- there's a woman out there who claims that. Jeffrey Epstein facilitated her to have sex with Prince Andrew and she was underage at against her will, right? And Prince Andrew has kind of disavowed any knowledge of this. Prince Andrew has even gone as far as to say that like the last few days of Jeffrey Epstein's life that he went there to supposedly end his friendship. like For six days. Well, first he said it it was convenient for him to stay at his house in New York. Rather than get a hotel. So that's why he stayed there. And then Can he we knock back. it the fuck off? Yeah, knock it the Can fuck we off. like, Siri, like, come on, yo. And then he was like, well, I was ending our friendship. So I don't really know. It's, it's really funny when people make excuses and they realize the first one was shit. So they try and backtrack and erase it. Like, we don't have evidence of them saying that. It's like, well, what, what, what? You can't just do that. Yeah, and then supposedly he lost his job because of these accusations. But this woman, uh, Virginia Roberts, that's the one who she claims that was being, was she was sex trafficked by Epstein to have sex How did she with get Prince away? Am- Andrew. I, I don't know. We'll find out in the miniseries because okay. I'm sure Netflix already got the, oh, the rights on such that. A good, I want to know, yo. I'm so pissed he died. I'm so pissed. I mean, if he, he we would never. Yeah, I mean, he was going to blow the lid on all the shit. Like, he was, uh, you know what I'm saying? He was going to be a rat tattooey motherfucker. He was going to rat out like, everybody. It's not even a conspiracy. Like, I want to bring Queen Unique, her co host. Yeah, shout out to Queen Unique, by the shout way. Shout out. Yes, yes, she just hit me up. Uh, love to you because she actually connected us with this podcast Indeed. in the first place and she's amazing uh but her co-host is like super woke and all conspiracy theorists like i really want to know and we need to have <laughs> him on to do a numerology and a deep dive this like i'm yeah. sure he knows all the secrets of this because that shit's crazy like it's some illuminati eyes wide shut it's just bullshit. it's just rich people Doing rich people shit. But why does the rich people shit have to be so fucking creepy and depraved? Because they're creepy and depraved people. I, they're and, incestuous. Are poor people they're sociopathic. Or is it just the money that makes you like, I want to no, understand I think, the I correlation. Think not, going back to the whole anxiety conversation, I think there's certain social anxieties that normalize you as a human being. That if you don't have them in your life, you become perverse in a different way. Right? If you're not thinking about certain shit, like rich people don't ever have to think about money. Money is never a thing. Like they don't have cash. But they, they do. They do. They think about money more than anything else that's actually the contradiction yes people that no. have money are more concerned about money than people that have like barely i think enough to get i back. would go as far as to say that they're they're more concerned with their way of living than their average paycheck or how much money they're getting from something or other i don't think they have any concept people who are raised with money people who are, are on wealthy, the high level like right. ceos like that's all they're thinking about is money well well that's their job i know right when right. i talk but when i talk about money i'm talking about like the rothschilds like inher- people that the, just inherit yeah, it. old okay. money you know 
I'm saying? Fucking Rockefellers, like old money, the British, like the royal British family, family okay. right? You, the last 300, 400 years is rooted in colonialism and imperialism and all of that. That's where your wealth comes from, right? So there's already kind of like an, a, a karmic curse with that, right? When your money comes from that, number mm-hmm. one. Number two, you have so much money, you don't have to think about it. You literally have all of your basic needs taken care of for you. You never have to reach in your pocket and pick out a $20 bill to get on a train or pay for gas. Or These are basic yeah. human things that like human beings, we have to like, they don't account think about for that. in we our think brain. about that, but I'm sure they think about... I see what you're saying. And I also think it depends on like what kind of person. There's people that inherit money and don't have a lot of responsibilities. And there's people that manage the money and are the head of their family or whatever like and are responsible for a shit ton of people. And they're thinking about the money, course, how it's flowing but that's, and all that Again, shit. it goes back to that being their job. But if you're just a fucking Prince Andrew... But maybe you're, you're those are the people Duke that are the York. most stressed and they need because they're such weird, stressed out, money vulture people that they need to do fucked up, creepy... Weird shit. Yeah, they eat fucking sushi off of Japanese broads. But I, mean, I like, want to do get that. They get smacked in the mouth and shit. Like that. Well, I. That's not <laughs> wrong. That's my. That's my thirty, thirty, thirty birthday. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying to to, to get sushi eaten off of you. Or I want to eat the sushi off the tits. Okay. Why do you have to wait till you're thirty for that? Because the celebratory thing. Oh, okay. So it's just like on the. It's in a year. It's in, it's coming up. It's, it's, it's not tick-tock, like it's, tick-tock, tick-tock. it's like ten years from now. <laughs> You're making plans like for the next few months. Yeah, I have you my funeral plan, motherfucker. You can, you, can the, you can make the reservation now. Like, yeah, um, get get with table it. Table for eight. Like, does she have limbs? Like, <laughs> limbs, limbs, limbs. Or like what? The, well, what sushi is gonna be on what limb? Okay, I'm like, I'm not eating off a of armless broad. <laughs> Need like I need four arms. Like the CPR dummy, okay? <laughs> she needs to have all the limbs. <laughs> yeah. She needs to have at least one leg. <laughs> all right, we're going. We're, just, we're just yeah. merging. Should we no. play some music or are we still want to stay on? No, we, we, we're going to stay. We're going to stick on this. We're because, staying on this? Right. Yeah, we're all staying right. on this only because, I mean, not, not for that long. Okay, but okay. the, the go, point go, I'm go. trying to make is that old money, like the royal family, mm-hmm. does not think about money in the same context as you or I, period. And I think that that arguably creates a perversion in their brain, right? When you are removed of certain like societal anxieties or certain societal things, it creates some level of perversion. When you have that much wealth and access and power, it creates some level of perversion, right? I don't, and, and I don't think this is any different from anybody who comes from the hood and then ends up becoming wealthy. I think they're just as perverse and fucked up because it's power and wealth that is corrupting people and fucking them up. Right, so they're the ones going to the fucking mansion sex parties and all the weird shit and like doing the fucking think, eyes I mean, wide I, shit. I'm like, crazy why shit. can't you just have mansion sex parties with people that aren't children? Like that's just because they're attracted to the innocence. I, I understand. It's you know like, I mean? No, it's a power thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fucking it's a complete, power thing. It's, 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 but I still want to. It's megalomaniacal. Faces. Of course, but you know what I'm saying? It's megalomaniacal. That's really what it comes down to. But you know, it, it's just I just want to say a knock it the fuck off to Prince Andrew yeah. for trying to trying to explain away in very cavalier terms his relationship with this fucking known pedophile and that he was getting fucking girls sent to him to fuck like that like you know what I'm saying like just own up to the shit the cat's out the bag yo like there's really you're not gonna insulate yourself from this shit you're probably gonna end up on the fucking noose yourself like who the fuck knows you know what I mean I mean we'll 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 tap in with it more but then I also want to knock it the fuck off to my little we, have we gotten to your pet peeves yet? No, or not The yet. things that perturb you? All right, no, no, no. This Wait. is a good segue. No, into no. That. What's, what's, your, what's your second one? Yeah, my second oh, one yeah. is to knock it the fuck off to people who say that they're blessed for everything. Yeah! <laughs> like, can we just knock it the fuck off? Like, 
I think people like in the same way that we we all too often use terms like anxiety and depression to explain how we're feeling. I think people are all too often using the term blessed to just explain that they're having a great day. You know what I'm saying? Waffles. Blessed. Yeah, exactly. Yes, only three forty nine. Blessed. Like I hate like I hate that. Like I hate having conversations with people. It just it's a weeks Have of Have a blessed being, day. Well, I actually no, said that once in my email. I don't know what. Wait a minute, that was your email signature? No, one day, I didn't even remember saying it, and I looked back on an email thread, and I said bless to someone as my sign-off, and I don't know why. Okay, I, I was really about don't. to quietly judge you if that was your signature at any point No, I don't think I have anything. <laughs> no, that was like, that in a Martin I was Luther like, King what? Or some shit. What was I watching? <laughs> like, make me say that. Yeah. No, I, no, I just I, I take issue with people who always say it like it, because it, it reeks of being pretentious in one way. When is it OK to say it? I think that if you if, if people understand and now as I'm, as I'm as I'm talking about it, it can make sense in certain instances. Right. Because if you as somebody if I'm aware of your situation and I will, I'm aware that your situation has been hard for whatever reason and you're having a good day or you're having a leg up, then yes, you're blessed because traditionally and historically, yeah. your life is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? I have friends of mine, I have family of mine that call me and they say they're blessed because I know they were really fucked up yeah, for a yeah, minute. Yeah. So it's it's cool. No, I mean, like, I can just you know like, I, mean? I feel blessed, like, to be in the position that I am now compared to, I mean, like, yeah, but you but don't say it in every like, goddamn every, sentence or every yeah, time somebody asks you, how are you? You're not saying blessed that. Blessed as fuck. <laughs> Can we do a segment like that where people, everybody, everybody who comes up to you, you just say that? Oh hell yeah! Bless us. Like Billy on the street. Shout out Billy on the streets though. <laughs> that was a period where I was watching way too much of him, and I was getting on the streets drunk. You were just and yeah. I started kicking people. Yeah. What was I interviewing? That was them my about? show. You weren't yeah. even interviewing. I was them. like, you what do you like? Shows. Like, what are you talking about? That's the ratchet shit that we're talking about. I'm like, get out! Kick those people. Yeah. I know. I was just like, yo, what's going on? You look. Never knew what she's I was doing Billy on over the streeting. There. I was Billy on the streeting. Never knew what she's doing over there. She's Billy on the streeting. Yeah. No, don't worry about <laughs> it. We're gonna have our segments. We're gonna have our our our, our ratchet on the street oh, yeah. segments oh, where we just yeah. like we're in, we're in the field. In the field, right? Yeah. We have some guests in mind that we definitely want to have. Okay, we're definitely gonna have. And if you want to be a guest on the show, and, oh, and yeah. this is a good segue into yes, just yes, like yes. supporting us, if you if you fuck with what we're doing, and and, and it's only gonna get better from here. It's gonna folks. get way better. You know what day I'm one. Yeah, exactly. Come it's on. only gonna get better here. But tap in with us, Ratchet and Woke Podcast on Instagram. You can also email us with show ideas, guest ideas, whatever Questions. the case is. Questions. Music. Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com. So check that out. You know, we'll also have like a Spotify playlist at a certain Isn't point. it Ratchet and Woke Podcast? Oh, you said Ratchet and Woke Podcast. I right? did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Um, and then YouTube, it'll, it'll be the same. You know, we'll create pod, uh, we'll create playlists, we'll create video segments, yes. all of that. But then definitely tap into us, Ratchet and Woke Podcast at gmail.com, Ratchet and Woke Podcast on Instagram. And you can also follow us and hit the like button on Facebook, Ratchet and Woke Podcast podcast raw yeah. baby you also know I mean? if you're an artist and you want to submit music or you're interested in being a guest uh just send us some proof that you're an awesome little fucking whippersnapper out here and we actually want to have you on the show and uh we'll see yeah okay so let's get into the things that perturb you yeah <laughs> I, I made this up today so i was feeling real perturbed okay number one um when i'm at the gym <laughs> and I'm doing squats, it's not 
because I'm trying to catch your eye and I'm trying to like poke it out. It's because I'm trying to work out. So don't look at me in the mirror and try to like sideways glance and like try and fucking like make a move. It's really fucking annoying. Like when I'm at the gym, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have any sort of interaction with you. So if you're a dude and you go to the gym and you try to like catch sideways glances at chicks at the gym, just fucking stop it. That's number one right there. <laughs> giving you the, so they're, giving, they're, they're trying to make the eye contact? I've had so, that so give, many weird interactions at the gym. <laughs> All right, give me the last weird interaction. The guy that said he had a hole in my pants. Well, I mean, you that told me that one. story. You, I, yeah, you no, tell I'm, them. I'm telling. Tell, so tell. I had, I was doing squats and this guy like na- taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, yeah. He's like, ma'am, um, it's kind of embarrassing. I'm not trying to offend you or anything, but there's a hole in the back of your pants. And I was like, okay. He's like, I just thought you would want to know. And I was like, well, I don't really give a fuck. And then I'm just going to keep working out. I'm not going to like go home without a hole in my fucking pants. <laughs> and I go check it. And it's literally like the smallest fucking hole. And I was standing, you know, like five yards away from how much is five yards. I'm really bad at calculating. That. Uh, a yard like, is three feet. Okay. But like he was like further away from me than here, like double this length. How much, how much space is that? I don't know. We're not measuring shit here. <laughs> it was, it was fucking far. Yeah, it was so far. So he's using fucking binoculars on my asshole to see there's a fucking hole in my pants. It's like, bitch, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, don't look at my hole in my pants. I don't need you to tell me about it. Like, put your gaze somewhere else, you stupid piece of shit. I fucking hate you. <laughs> All right, give me another. Give me another. Okay. Example. I love these examples. One time I was working out at the gym and I, I like to read when I'm on, you know, the exercise machines. And I was reading Game of Thrones and some fucking fucking dorko comes up to me he's like what are you reading there it's like it's game of thrones like obviously it's like oh my god like how is it and tries to like start hitting on me about game of fucking thrones and i have headphones in and i'm lifting weights like do you think that's an appropriate time to approach someone and ask them about their fucking book obviously you don't understand social cues and then he's just continues and it's like do you want we should we should go and discuss game of thrones further i'm like no i don't want to fucking discuss game <laughs> of thrones with you like <laughs> what the fuck whatever I just does this always happen when you're doing squat thrust I, I wasn't doing, I was doing, oh God. And the one I hate the most is when they try and come up to you and tell you you're doing an exercise wrong. Oh I'm my like, God. do you fucking work here? No, you don't. And, it's, they don't, don't, tell me and they don't work there? No, there's yeah. fucking gym goers. Like, I hate you. Actually, the weirdest one was when I was at 24 hour. God, I go on forever. And I was in the hot tub with my friend Paige. Shout out Paige. And this guy older gentleman was like trying to hit on us by saying that he was the inventor of Pippi Longstockings. He was in the hot tub. I was like the, yes, he was, he was in the tub. hot tub with the Welshly uh, arms. Like, yo, you need to move away. And first of all, you did not invent Pippi Longstockings. Second of all, Wait, I mean, he said he invented Pippi. Yes. Second of all, of the things that you could invent that would impress me and ever lead me to be interested in you, Pippi Longstockings is the, the bottom <laughs> of the fucking list. He thought it was going to get it done. Like, that's not the fucking thing. I was like, wow. Pippi Longstockings was going to get it done. Pippi Longstockings. <laughs> cool. At the 24-hour hot tub, he must have made it big. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god! Should I should I save my other ones because that was a rant? Yeah, no, I mean I think we got the point. Yeah, um, I'll save my save my no, other. No, I, I I love the fact that homeboy thought Pippi Longstocking was gonna seal the deal. Like yo, it was in Santa Cruz too. This yo, weird. let me hit him with this. Oh, he totally going. thought you was in the Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. He was in Santa Cruz. He, yeah, thought, he, no, he thought he was gonna get it done. He was gonna get it done. All right, um, I want to get into some more music. Yep. We're gonna do our ratchet segment. I got uh, Young Ma Petty Wop two. 
is a really ratchet fucking song that I love. Shout out to fucking Young M.A. I think she came out with one of the better albums this year. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think she's so. She's killing it. You be killing it. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Young M.A. Oh, okay. sorry. Am I doing stuff? Yeah, yeah. You got to turn me up in the headphones. Turn me up in the headphones. You, turn me you up. on. You on. You Am I up? Am I up? Yep, you're up. There's dead air, dead air. I've always heard people say that. Dead air. Ratchet and woke on FCC Free Radio. Uh, I like them big booty bitches with Chanel purses. Is she pretty on the ground but look better in person? She ain't shy but a broke nigga make her nervous. Accidentally I got famous but got rich on purpose. Dropping hoes like a phone call with bad service. Tic tac toe had to get my exes on my circle. Anytime I got the blues, I just smoke some purple. Bentley with the hard top, I'm hopping out the turtle. I'm a trail nigga in the house, chill nigga. Used to be a NFL nigga, nowadays everybody wanna be a real nigga. Bitch, play your cards right, then maybe I will deal with you. Uh. Big booty Judy in that band, she go hard with her friends And she ain't got no kids, but she take care of me Like I came out her pussy, we live life on the edge So please do not push me Running out the bands When I hit the mall, I be fucking up the bands Counting so much paper, I be fucking up my hands Trying to stuff the racks, I be fucking up my pants And I got a baby mama that ain't my baby mama and I got a chopper the size of her toddler And she call me daddy cause she don't know who her father Said she wants some money, made a twerk for a dollar Dio on my kicks, Christian Dio on my visor Thought the bitch was rich, then she pulled up in a Mazda Drip overflowing like the toilet when it stopped her First name, I'ma do it, last name proper Fake niggas in my picture, now I gotta crop em. Even if you held a stop sign, couldn't stop em. If you ain't around, some money probably couldn't find her down on the wrist, can't help but watch her Told her leave that nigga alone, level up and wise up If she gave me head, hey, I guess she made her mind up Do say in my cup, I ain't drunk, but I'm lying Do say her complexion, it ain't wine, but she fine Big booty Judy in that band, she go hard with her friends And she ain't got no kids, but she take care of me Like I came out her pussy, we live life on the edge So please do not push me Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free yeah, yeah, Radio. Yeah. That was Young M.A. Petty Wop 2 off of Her Story in the Making album that came out this year. Really dope. Really, really dope uh, project. There was a lot of dope projects that came out. Uh, we had Action Bronson just came out. Griselda just came out. The Game just came out. Kanye West just came out. Um, I don't know if that's a dope-ass project, but... Um, we're going to talk about some album reviews. We're going to do some upcoming shows that are coming out or that are going down this week. Local Bay Area artist shows as well as well-known artist shows. So, yeah, the Young and May project was dope. It was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. We're just going to do album reviews right now. It was a little bit longer than I wanted it to be. It was like 21 tracks, but I think her, her brand of lyricism, she can put words together really, really dope. And um, she she's really... 
her delivery, I think, is what stands out for me the most in terms of Young M.A. I think her delivery just... I like rappers. I like female rappers because I think female rappers get a lot of flack for just in general, just kind of in in, in general. It's like a, a general thing. Um, but female rappers have the the stigma of only appealing to one demographic, which is women, right? And I think a lot of male artists or male in general don't listen to female MCs because they don't think they can relate. Whereas Young M.A., maybe because she's a lesbian, maybe because she's a stud lesbian, has a certain vibe and has a certain like appeal to the way she talks in her delivery and, and, and her story matter and her content that makes her a little bit more accessible for a male than other MCs or other female MCs, where other female MCs is like, ah, fuck these niggas and eat my pussy. And like, where Young M.A. is like, Young M.A. talks about her having a dick. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not even going to get into that. Um, <laughs> It's not my business. Like, I don't need to know. Um, but I was just curious, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I was, yeah, I was doing just album reviews, like quick album reviews. Action Bronson just came out with a project uh, with Alchemist. That was pretty dope. dope. Yeah. My, my only issue with Action Bronson is that, like, over the last three albums, you can't tell what song is from what album. Yeah, because there's no cohesion. Sonic, well, there is too, there's too much cohesion, I think. But it's, I mean, like, there's not like the project has a cohesion. It's like, that's just him as a whole. It's yeah, same. it's just his it's his personality. Yeah. Like he his he has a brand that's very clear and you recognize it the minute it comes on mm-hmm. and that's it, it's dope for what it is, but there's no like I for me to follow along with an artist I need to see some level of growth sonically yeah, and, and all these different things. So but the it's last three albums also, you know. Yeah, the last three of his albums pretty much has it's the same vibe. There's not there's, there's no nothing being taken. There's no yeah, there's nothing changing it. Well, I there's a difference between just taking a risk and just kind of sticking in your lane, and I think he does well to stick in his lane, but I would like to hear him on some sort of different production. I would like to hear her on production that actually has drums. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think when he does certain kinds of songs, he, he does well on certain kinds of songs, but his last few projects have been very um, same old same. Yeah. And it was the same issue I was having with 50 Cent when 50 Cent was hot, right? Like there was no growth in the production, the choice of beats, yeah. the, the content of what he was saying, there was, you know, his lyricism, his cadence safe, wasn't getting you know? better. It's, you know yeah, it's it making an, money, but... You know what I mean? I think eventually people's interest in artists is that you want to see them. I mean... But see, a, that's... The, and that's the knockabout, like, people like Drake, right? Right, yeah. People say that, like, there's no... He's too safe. Yeah. He doesn't talk about social issues. He's not... He doesn't... He does... But, sonically, he does different Change. things. Yeah, he does. Totally. You know what I'm saying? He, and then, he makes the changes. In yeah, the exactly. Yeah. I was going to go as far as to say that he changes the, the sonic landscape of what's hot in yeah. hip hop. You know what I mean? So he takes chances sonically, but in, in terms one way of or another. his content, yeah. it doesn't go. So Action Bronson suffers from that. I think Griselda is another group that I mean, suffers from that. They haven't been around long enough. I don't think they've been so. around. I mean, no, arguably Griselda has been around. If you've been tapped into like New York hip hop, New York underground okay, scene, they've been tapped in. They've been they've been around heavily for at least five years or more. Oh, they were doing really? songs. Yeah, they've been Holy doing songs shit. with Sky Zoo way back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they were on. Um, but now they're like popping. Or I don't know. No, I they're just, they're popping, popping. They, they're, there's no mistake. Have they about always it. been signed to Shady or? No, no, that's a recent thing, and that's okay. just from their own independent grind. But they've always moved independently, and then they, they moved independently, and they were getting a but lot even of buzz. Shady is not like a huge record. It's no, it's it's it's. But that, it's not like Atlantic or Def Jam, right? No, it's a Shady is an imprint that operates that's, differently than they do. No, so we're talking about imprints, right? Which are imprints are typically ran by artists. 
So G Unit was an imprint. Yeah. Shady is an imprint. Aftermath is an imprint, okay. right? Shady is under Aftermath. They're both imprints of Interscope. So like Dreamville, would that be like an imprint? That's an imprint, okay. right? So Dreamville is an imprint under, I think, Def Jam. Mm. Whereas Shady is an imprint under Interscope. So that's Jimmy Iovine. Yeah. That's Beats Headphones. There's What's a that? big, Cause the, cause big money behind it. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, Shady signed Griselda recently. And then they got signed to management by Rock Nation. So, like, their career now is in, like, a really great space. Mm-hmm. You know, but they've been putting it down, in at least in New York. For a they long time. building their buzz yeah. for, like, the last five years. They they're still, older, too, right? Like they're not they're like older. Kids. They're, like, probably my age or, like, a little bit younger. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I say that to say that their brand is very specific to what they do. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like cypher music. Like, if you yeah. just were in a really dope-ass cypher, mm-hmm. that's what you're experiencing with the Griselda record. Yeah, they don't totally. have hooks in their songs. Yeah. It's really just slow, methodic beats that don't really have, like, a bounce to them. Like methodic or melodic? Methodic. Like, they're just kind of, like, they just kind of drag along. They, they sound like interludes almost mm-hmm. until you hear them rap over it. You know what I'm saying? And like in their new project, it was kind of the same. They, that they, would be really hard for me to be a fan of. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know, well, what are you a fan of? Like, what do you what, what music response to you? What are some of the albums that came out this year I that mean, you fucked with? My favorite albums this year was Sir's album, Snow Allegra's album, uh, and Saint John's album. Those are my top okay, three. Okay, but I those are are most. those hip hop artists? No. I okay. Are you saying you want me to talk? Yeah, about I'm talking favorite? about hip hop. Anyway. Did I like any hip hop albums that dropped? Uh Well, then speak why, speak as to why you didn't like any hip hop albums. I mean, what? Hip, okay, so I'm trying to think of which ones dropped this year as opposed to last year. I'm thinking recently. I know what recently dropped. Like, I haven't listened to the games yet. But you I say you like chicks tape, but that's more R and B. I wouldn't say that's. I'm thinking of like what I listened to. I I wouldn't like go back and like play chicks. I, I think it was good, but I'm not. I don't like fuck with it. And that's definitely R and B. I don't know, like, like, what the fuck? What hip hop came out that I really fuck with? You're a year? rapper. Like, what are you doing? I'm just like, I'm not. I haven't been listening to rap. I swear to God, I've been listening to like trap. Okay, well now, they, now you just stumbled on a on, on a on a big conversation. Well, St. John is trap, and you're saying it's not a rap album. Well, that's that's the conversation that we're having. And right? I liked um, Gashi's album. Yeah. Uh, I liked. Uh, so is trap for you not hip hop? I think hip hop and rap are two different things, which is something I wanted to talk about anyways. Well, let's talk hip- about it right now. Hip hop is you're, like, you're, I mean, you're you've <laughs> the main person that have like taught me this that hip hop is a culture. Right. Rap is 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 a form of music that comes from hip hop, but hip hop can influence and does influence like so many other a myriad, right, myriad exactly. of music, especially <laughs> new music. That's but like rap, pop. but even with rap music, there is a there is a criteria that makes it considered. Rap right. music, but you primarily need to rap. you have to rap. But right? there's so that's why if you're Saint John, I wouldn't consider him rap because right. He but rap. he if would you're be lumped. Malone, I wouldn't consider he would that be rap. lumped in. Saint John would be lumped into a hip hop category. Category. If you were like an award ceremony, like the or even just rhythm. the way they label music in terms of like genre on on any but of the I, streaming and I, platforms. I think that's problematic because it's not rap at all. I mean, okay, so let's think about. Let's think about the basic nominees this year. I'm trying to remember. So, like, Kanye dropped that freaking terrible gospel album, Trash. Right. Um, uh, Tyler, the Creator, dropped an album that literally has no rapping on it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful album. Like, so, like, I didn't I had no idea he was that talented. Uh, oh, ASAP Ferg dropped an album that was pretty good. I liked, 
I liked that, his music a lot. It okay. was dope. Um, who else was I about to say? Meek Mill's championships. That was this year, right? The beginning that of the year? That was last year. No, that, that wasn't this year? No. That was like but it was, it towards was, the end of it last was, year. No, no, no. It was this year because it was in the category for a Grammy. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the Grammy like. I don't know what their their window is for Grammy consideration. No, No. it's not the calendar year. There's a certain like there's a certain date in the year that you have to have your. I thought it's like a month before the Grammy. No, I'll do. I'll I'll research it right now. Meek Mill dropped last year. I remember being. Well, Meek Mill's album's super dope. Um, Goshi's album was super dope. Like okay, and then you're thinking about like Travis Scott's Astro World. There's he doesn't. Do you, is he a rapper? He one hundred percent. He raps, sings, I guess. Yeah, his came out November thirtieth, twenty eighteen. Championships, the Meek Mill album. So it was like, so that was why it's in consideration because yes. it had to be like, because the Grammys were like November, beginning of November, right? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Okay, um, I thought his album was really good. It's not like something I like. There's certain songs that I go back to. It's, I'm not like obsessed with it. I mean, there's really nothing, no music that I'm obsessed with from this year that's rap. Right. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah. So I mean, so you as a rapper, right? Like you're, and and you're about to put out a project. We got to talk about that before we get out of here, right? You're about to put out a project where you're you're doing a lot of rapidy rap shit, right? So like, where do you where do you see? Meg Thee Stallion put out a mixtape. She did. Yeah. And she's been putting out music consistently. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, like I love Meg Thee Stallion, but like. I can't ride with that shit. Like, that's not something that's like, oh my God, that fucking album like changed me. Like, it's the same shit. Well, it goes back to my com- that, that my question to you is what is your criteria for a rap album that you fuck with, that you really enjoy? Like, a, I, I want to see, I want, like, I think about projects or at least ideally, not every project. Are you going to like a this. rap artist, rap song, like just in general? A like, song or a what album? Kind of, yeah, what kind of rap is that well, are you fucking with? That's hard because I like all types of rap, you know, but for, I prefer melody i like melody like i like melodic hooks i like oh nipsey nipsey's album was really dope okay i think that was this year nope that was victory it was october never mind god this year sucked (laughs) 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 fucking trash yeah yeah there wasn't wasn't a lot of really great standout projects that Um, came out this year i like yeah i mean i also like people that take risks so i like things that are different like i i like a lot of instrumentation like i don't know i I don't have a specific criteria for a song that I'm going to like. If, if it hits well, then it hits well. Well, but we're not I'm, talking about songs. We're talking about rap. We're talking about you being a rapper and what criteria you sometimes use I like, as a rapper. I like songs that are just barring out. But I, and I can sit, listen to that for a little bit. But I don't want to listen to that all the fucking time. I right. want to listen to... I want to listen to them to create a song that's like not going to overwhelm my brain with a thousand bars and fucking like verbal hoops that I have to jump through. Like, I just want to listen. I, I just want to listen to good music. Like there's, I don't have right. a good criteria for that. I know what you're trying to like, I know you're trying to take me on this, but no, I'm not trying to take you anywhere. I'm not trying to take I you I like anywhere. people that integrate different forms of musicality, instrumentation in their songs. It's not just the same cadence. I like when they mix up the cadence, I like catchy cadences. I like having like punchlines. Like, like honestly, Cardi B, I think is really dope because she doesn't have to make everything a pun every other second. There's a few puns, and then she just says things that are dope. She leaves spaces. Like I like that. Like it's easy to like rap along to. Like it's fun. She fluctuates her the tones in her voice. Like she has character in her voice, and it's right. catchy. And I mean, obviously, I like the content. I'm not someone that like needs my content to be fucking deep as fuck. Like 
every single time I like right. every time they drop a song. But I get I don't want to hear Meg the Stallion talk about her pussy every single day, like that 24 part. hours, you know, <laughs> like I, there's only so much I can take. But I think the beauty about hip hop is like there's a you there's time and place for different forms of I think ultimately music. I think I think people place too much emphasis on the content of the music, like what's being talked about and how it's being talked to determine whether or not it's hip hop as opposed to like the feel of it and the moment of it. Right. You're Getting, saying hip hop or are you saying rap? I'm talking about hip hop in general. Hip hop, okay. rap, whatever you want to call it. Right? Because I don't really make the distinction between hip hop and rap. I think that's just something that like I you have to make a distinction. I totally don't think so. I totally disagree. I don't think you make the distinction. You don't have rap without hip hop. Yeah, I know. But you can't exist. have a rap album of the year and have post Malone in that category winning that. That's no, bullshit. not at all. And that's He's why and, and this is why we dis, and this is why the hip hop community often dismisses any of these fucking award shows because But then they, it seemed like this bad bunny. Is he a rapper? Is he reggaeton? Like what the fuck? You know, that's He's a Latin rapper, so he's by by language he's gonna he be subdivides exactly yeah. as opposed to just a sound, right? I think when you have a certain kind of, I think what hip hop is a sound, right? Rap I think is a genre. I think rap is a form of expression that is rooted in hip hop, hip hop as a culture. Yes. But whether you call your consider yourself a hip hop artist versus calling yourself a rap artist, I don't really make the distinction. I mean, you're yet. a hip hop artist, but I think that hip hop influences all all of these new forms of music that are suddenly emerging this new styles of pop trap like even electronic music like a lot of it has influence of hip-hop no but if totally. you're not rapping on it then it's not a rap album and you're, you're 100 percent right but i think the point i was trying to make is that the cadences i think that these whether they're corporations or the 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 grammy board or whatever these entities that are categorizing the music i think the criteria that they are using is rooted in the rhythm of the song and the cadence of the song and that's what they determine whether or not it's a rap song versus an r&b record or whatever the case oh, is so if post stupid. malone puts out a record where he's using multiple syllables or he's using a triplet rhyme scheme even though he is vocally singing the record because it is a triplet rhyme scheme that uses more words and it's done on trap production kick snare hi-hat kind I of production that, they stupid. consider it rap music it's 100 stupid like which Lizzo is why should not be in a rap category because she raps like for two seconds on one song right i like mean you, you're not a rapper. you're a hundred percent right in that it's stupid the way they categorize it which is why hip-hop and rap as a genre of music has already has often Dismissed and historically it. dismissed the way they categorize but people don't and the reason like i don't acknowledge award ceremonies i don't watch any of them i don't give a fuck about who wore what on the red carpet like i give two shits but the only reason that I'm giving it any sort, like any attention is because people do get that, like take that and watch that and think that's what represents hip hop. And that that's what pisses me off. People that don't have a lot of involvement or exposure to hip hop, they go and watch the fucking Grammys and they're like, oh, that's the hip hop album of the year. That's what hip hop is. And then they go do whatever the fuck else with that information. And it's just not correct. Right. But I mean, kids are doing the same thing. I right? know that, but it's a, know, it's a, I feel like it's at least, if we're having this platform, it should be our job to at least put that information out there. Right, but you, and, and, and I think you brought it up earlier on in the conversation about like St. John being considered trap, 
well, what is trap if it's not hip hop or not rooted in hip hop? Like, how is that? You don't get trap without it being no, you rooted don't. in. But he's not rapping again. He's he's singing. Right. It's it's total melodic. Yeah. All of that shit. You and know I what and I think I told you eventually. I believe that the only, I mean, you disagree with me, but I believe twenty years from now, all of the mainstream hip hop is all going to be melodic. All mainstream hip hop now is all melodic. There's J Cole's not. I mean, it's He's melodic. I'm saying, middle ch- he dropped I know, one song. we argued this- about that. I'm saying like 100% like singing, like not just like a little bit like, no, 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 no. I mean, like it's going to be like auto-tune, singing, like tra- Post Malone, Travis Scott, like 100%. I really fucking hope That's just I'll what I see. To, I'll, I'll have to. Just, the progression and out. the way that things are moving. I have to check out early in my life. Just really, like for real. I mean, that's 20 years. Yeah, you don't have to live that much longer. I, well, I want to. I'm oh. trying, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get in my shit. I got like, 30 more. You know? <laughs> 30 more? That's it? 30, yeah. 30, that's yeah. all I've promised. You. That's, that's it's all a I've... long time. I, I, I want to get 30 years tattoos, is a lot, but it also goes really but then fast. then once my skin starts sagging, then I'm like, all right. Yeah, you're over it. So we say that there's a lot of upcoming shows. Snow Allegra's tonight. Right, I think we'll leave here with some Snow Allegra, but yes, um, St. John's tomorrow. You got Hyro Hyro at the UC Theater on Thursday. Yes. Um, shout out to Hyro. Um, in terms of terms of local shit, you have Tourette's Without Regrets, local shout out underground Jamie burlesque DeWolf. show. Shout out to Jamie the Wolf. Shout out to all the homies there. Ash. Sure. Lucky Day is dope album again. Not him. I'm looking at all the music that <laughs> and none of it is hip hop. Like seriously, you teach hip hop for a living. Well, maybe it sucks so bad. <laughs> Young Ma's album was dope. Young Ma's album, like was honestly, dope. that's yeah. like the only album that. Was I mean, dope. I, and we'll do an album of the year bit in in another episode. I'm not gonna do it today, okay. but um. Shows so today's future sound. We're doing a beat, uh, beat fundraiser Saturday at uh, Bricks 581 over there in downtown Oakland. Come check that out. But yeah, we were talking about Tourette's Without Regrets is on Thursday. I'm just gonna stop looking, fam. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, but this gives me the segue into into like local shows, right? Because mm-hmm. some of these are, are local artists, some of these are local shows, and my Give gripe, <laughs> my gripe about guest lists. Oh, like that's, tell I, them about your gripes. <laughs> so I have a song coming out, right? Shameless self promotion called, uh, and, and in the chorus I say, "Don't ask about the guest list," right? Because I think we, as a community of artists are shooting ourselves in the foot by asking to be put on guest lists for our own homie shows. Now, I understand on one level that you want to seem important if you're with a chick that night or just in general for you to be on the guest list for a show and you just be able to walk in without paying. I get the appeal of it. I understand what it's there for, all of that. I think what we are missing is the fact that we are in I mean, it's literally an act of activism one way or another. We are in a major metropolitan area. Major metropolitan areas throughout the country are being bombarded with gentrification as a main issue with regard to housing displacement for people of color. All of these different issues, right, that are affecting people of color and creating housing crisis and job crises and all of these things rooted in gentrification, right? So the question then becomes, in these gentrified cities that 
where venues are increasingly trying to cater to the moving in demographic of the hipsters, of the techies, of the people who have money, who may not listen to hip hop, who may not listen to certain brands of music that are that are enjoyed by POC people. How do we maintain these platforms and places of culture of culture and hip hop in these kind of cities? And one is being a viable economic force, meaning that your events have to make money for the venue if you want to continue to be there. The way that venues make money is through bar sales and through ticket sales and all of that. The way artists make money is through ticket sales. Stop drinking water and and going on stage, asking to rap and get in for free. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I think we're shooting ourselves in the foot by asking to be put on a guest list for a $10 show that your homeboy is throwing. Pay the fucking $10. You know what I'm saying? It means more for him than for you that you're going to spend that $10 on a burrito later or a drink at the bar. But it means more to him or her, whoever's throwing the show, for you to give that $10 because that's what they're using to pay everyone, the doorman, the performers. Like, don't be so stingy. Like, don't, like, let your ego go for, like, a fucking second. And for those who don't throw events, who are always at events, who are always asking to guest list events, you have to factor in those costs, right? The, your homeboy or whoever's throwing the event is not just doing it and the space is being given for free. They yeah. have to pay the Everybody. venue. They have to pay the sound guy. Right. They have to, you know what I'm saying, make sure that the bartender is taken care of in many cases. DJs don't come cheap. You know what I mean? Bands don't come cheap. And the venue's not going to want to bring your asses back and continue holding these platforms for you, these monthlies, weeklies, whatever, quarterlies, if no one's fucking buying anything. Exactly. Like, if you go to any concert that's a celebrity or a well-known person, like, you're buying shit for hella money, you're buying merch, you're buying food. Like, don't be so stingy. Like, I get it. Like, these are not people that are well-known, well but they're, you're going there and you want to be there. So you're spending your night and you're having a good time. So contribute to that, like, revenue. Right, it's not enough for you to just to be a body in the room just so it looks lit and yeah, you can take pictures of it not. on fucking Instagram. It's not enough for that. You really have to be there as a supporter with your dollars. You know what I'm saying? Not a Buy lot. a drink. 15 bucks. I mean, 20 yeah, bucks. $20, you're $20. good. If everybody who... if, if a hundred people came and spent twenty dollars. They spent ten at the door and ten at the bar. Then we're good. We're good. It's but the, the fact that y'all don't even want to spend twenty dollars and y'all yeah. asking and, and 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 texting people for guest lists and all yeah. of that shit and just so, and for artists, make sure your guest list is reserved for the following: press people who you want to give you a write up in a magazine or a newspaper or something like that. Executives, people in the music industry who yes. you want to perhaps see you perform yes. and see what the energy is at your shows and or all like of that really like well you know known saying? artists that you want to your team meaning your your creative team your mm-hmm. photographer your videographer whoever's shooting the show for you Merch you know what i'm saying people. merchandise people who are gonna hold down the merchandise booth while you're mingling and getting drunk yes. or whatever the fuck else you're doing you know what i mean those that, are the people the guest list is preserved for those people that who are guests who need to be catered I to because there's an exchange other too, and you're on the bill if a significant like, other, you know what I'm saying? But, again, but your homeboy like who, pay. yeah, your homeboy who lives down the block don't need to be on the guest list. No. You know what I'm saying? And he shouldn't be asking to be on the guest list. Yes. You know, any of your friends, they should not be asking to be on the guest list. To put them you know what I mean? Like support bad. is an important like word. Like so fucking support your artists. So, you know what I mean? But speaking of being a local artist, speaking of being an up and coming artist, you are an up and coming artist. Right, you are. We are both <laughs> up and coming artists. We are both independent artists. We are both local artists. And you have a project dropping. Yes. You have a project oh dropping. God. It is. Punisher, like December 6th. Four days. I know. You excited? 
I am excited. This is your first project in two years. It is in two years. Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, let's, let's talk about the journey real quick. Oh, God. No, I'm not going to talk about the journey. Why not? Talk <laughs> about the journey. Like, talk about, I mean, but yeah, talk about the project. Like, let the people that I know. I'll talk about like, the project. Yeah. So, what I did is I wanted to do something differently. So, what I did was, in addition to creating music, which is going to be released in three EPs consisting of five songs each, rather than doing a CD, which I feel like is obsolete and no one really buys that shit anymore, I'm attaching it to a comic book, which I have co-produced with the amazingly talented Cassie... Levi, I always wanted to call her Levy, it's Levi, L-E-V-Y, who illustrated the entire thing. I wrote it all. It's semi-based on my life, and it's super fucking dope comic book. Like You heard it, okay? I'm a hip-hop comic book producer in these streets. <laughs> and Unlearn the World, this man over here produced all my beats for me. He's really helped me a lot with artist development. He didn't write my fucking lyrics, so don't even fucking go there. No. I'll kill anyone that ever fights to say that shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just... It, how do you feel about the project? I want to know how you feel about it. Like, I've heard these songs so many fucking times, but I'm excited for the world to hear them and like see what they think. Uh, I mean, I like listening to the music that we make. Like, My whole objective is to make music that I want to listen to, and I feel like it's really diverse, and it shows... A, like a pretty broad spectrum of like my capabilities and skill sets you know i sing a little bit on it i bar out but i also like i tried to make it less emo because i know that i can get a little like depressive and well i mean yeah well, a little bit of pop to my shit let's let's speak to that like how, how do you in your view how does this project compare to your last project for you yeah so it's completely different i mean i feel like when i produced when i when i didn't produce it but when i came with my last project like i, I was telling him like i didn't really have anyone artist artist development in any like shape or form i i had people that help and in that they like gave me spaces to record they gave me a little i don't know i, I didn't have i wasn't in a space where i was surrounded by rappers that were experienced in, in this industry so i was just creating like what i felt like sounded good like in a vacuum almost. yeah um and i mean i really like that project but it was it wasn't something that when I performed it, like performing all of those songs, they're super deep and hit really hard. And it's not the vibe that you really want, the atmosphere that you want to create when you go to a show and you want people to have a good time, like talking about fucking rape and cutting yourself and all this shit for like 30 minutes. It gets heavy and people are like, whoa, okay, this bitch is a <laughs> fucking... Go to the bar. And then I'm like getting <laughs> off stage like hella like weird and just like happy. It's like, I think it's causes cognitive dissonance. So, I mean, I tried to interweave elements of like real shit from my life but also kind of like you always call me like a cartoon character so i'm also trying to show sides of me that is fun you know my ratchet fucking self as well as my little woke emo self and there you go so yeah and then and that's a perfect segue to end it so yeah we got through it so first podcast done episode one in the bag hey how we feeling you feeling good yeah yeah covered a lot of shit exactly so tap in with us every monday 8 p.m you already know the vibes fcc free radio you yes. can also tap in with us on email ratchet and woke podcast at gmail.com make sure you check us out on instagram and facebook ratchet and woke podcast um how are we signing off should we play lambs and then snow allegra should we just play just lambs? Do the lambs yeah lambs i don't know how yeah. much time we really so have let's just get out of here. here yep so yeah shout out to fcc free radio for, for putting us on and um we out we out of here we out. lambs know. world premiere e You're listening to Ratchet and Woke on FCC Free Radio.
the lamb still screaming Do what I believe in and the haters still scheming Friends with my angels but I flirt with my demons And I gotta stay woke cause I'm living like I'm dreaming Dreaming, dreaming, dreaming all the lamb still screaming Do what I believe in and the hate is still scheming Friends with my angels but I flirt with my demons And I gotta stay woke cause I'm living like I'm dreaming I've been on my nights, got shit too long I don't need to watch it, tell me when it's time to move on But the clock keeps ticking as the plot thickens Hell is hot, hope the heaven got a lot of liquid I found God when I lost my religion, never got it out My system see me with a lot of women Trying to fill in what is missing Heartbreak is a given when they can't see your vision Volunteers and victims, a lot of beer and sipping A lot of years and sinning a lot of fear and quitting, a lot of tears and wishing Getting near my limits, shit is weird You hear it not sitting right with my spirit The shit I write is Bruce Lee fighting in a room of mirrors Now I'm feeling like a superhero Cruising through the city like the Matrix full of ones and zeros Nightmares got me talking to my pillow Reminding me of my younger days when walking through the ghetto Like it's a valley of death, insanity and distress Got the devil in the red dress kissing on my neck I feel the heat of a breath, feel the teeth on my flesh Intimate conversations are much deeper than sex I still feel like I'm blessed, Lord I've been praying on it This my brainstorm and the rain is pouring I'm realizing the realism of life and actuality Me and Little MC, the lyrical Mickey and Mel Are the lambs still screaming? Do what I believe in and the haters still scheming Friends with my angels but I flirt with my demons And I gotta stay woke cause I'm living like I'm dreaming Are the lambs still screaming? Do what I believe in and the haters still scheming Friends with my angels but I flirt with You probably read it and screw up your life